RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The New York Giants faced the Green Bay Packers for the 1961 NFL Championship at New City Stadium in Wisconsin on December 31, 1961. The Packers were led by third-year coach Vince Lombardi. Green Bay was coming off a championship loss to the Eagles in 1960 and marched through the 1961 NFL regular season with an 11-3 record thanks to the arm of 27-year-old quarterback Bart Starr. The Giants were led by veteran quarterback Y.A. Tittle and managed by first-year head coach Allie Sherman. After two straight trips to the championship game in 1958 and 59, the Giants slipped to third place in 1960 before hiring Sherman to take over in 1961 and lead New York back to the championship game. This is the NBC radio broadcast featuring announcers Ray Scott and Jim Leeming. NBC Radio Sports brings you the National Football League Championship game between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Leeming with Ray Scott speaking to you direct from City Stadium in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's a cloudy, overcast day here in Green Bay with a temperature just about 19 degrees as we go on the air. Now, Ray, this is going to be important today, I think, as far as the weather conditions are concerned. And just about anything can happen here in Green Bay, right? Ray Scott. Right you are, Jim Levy. And good afternoon to you folks. Yes, Jim, I agree with you that the weather conceivably has something to do with this cloud game. But right about now, I don't think we can say enough for what the folks here in Green Bay have done to get this playing field in what I truly believe in keeping with the time of year and the weather itself is in marvelous playing condition. There is no doubt about it. The folks here in Green Bay are proving that they like their football by the way they've prepared this field for this most important game. Just a few minutes ago, Ray and I walked over the field. It is not hard. As a matter of fact, the temperature here in Green Bay has been well below zero. Most of this week, and you would expect that it would be hard, and of course that would have a great effect on the game. But it's been covered with hay, and they tarpaulin all week long. They just took it off this morning, and it's truly in excellent condition. As a matter of fact, Coach Vince Lombardi of the Green Bay Packers told us that uh, when the players worked out in their pre-game workout, he felt that uh, perhaps they would have to wear uh, basketball-type shoes, but he said they were slipping, and they have decided to go with the regular clean football shoe. The New York Giants, uh, we noticed when they worked out, did have tennis-type shoes on, at least uh, about 90% of the players, so we'll have to wait until they come out for the opening kickoff to see just what the Giants have decided on for this ball game today. The players are well-equipped, I will say that. The Green Bay Packers come into the championship game as, of course, champions of the West, uh, having won last year and again this season. Their record during the regular season, 11 wins against three losses. The New York Giants won 10 ball games, lost three, and tied one in the Eastern Conference of the National Football League. Vince Lombardi, the very popular coach of the Green Bay Packers, is in his third season here in Green Bay, our national anthem. Thank <laughs> you. 
inning, Coach Vince Lombardi of the Green Bay Packers is in his third season as head coach. And, uh, of course, this is his second year in the title game. Ali Sherman is a rookie coach with the New York Giants. We'll have the starting lineup for you in just a moment. The first half of this professional football championship game is brought to you by the nation's insured savings and loan associations who help people to save and help them own their own homes. You're invited to join the 29 million smart Americans who have savings accounts and insured savings and loan associations and who have learned that where you save does make a difference. The third quarter will be brought to you by Marlboro, the filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste. Plenty rich, plenty mild. So why don't you settle back and enjoy a Marlboro? For this one, you get a lot to like. Filter, flavor, pack, or box. Marlboro. And the fourth quarter will be brought to you by Ford, maker of the Ford Falcon. Over a million happy owners prove Falcon is America's best-selling compact car. America's best compact value. See the new Falcons at your Ford dealers, too. And now for the starting lineups. Of the championship game this afternoon, the 29th annual National Football League title game, here is Ray Scott. Right, Jim. When the New York Giants have the ball, their offensive lineup will look like this. At left end, Dow Schottner, a fifth-year veteran from Baylor. At left tackle, number 79, Roosevelt Brown, and his eight-year from Morgan State. The left guard, Darrell Dess of North Carolina State, in his fourth year in the league. The center will be Ray Waiteka, a nine-year veteran from Northwestern. The right guard will be one of the rookies in this New York Giant lineup, a first-year player from Michigan State, Mickey Walker. At right tackle, another first-year player from the University of Minnesota, Greg Larson. At the tight end or right end position, Joe Walton played his fifth play in his fifth year from the University of Pittsburgh. In the backfield at quarterback. Why A. Tittle, who has played so magnificently for the Giants this year, the great veteran from Louisiana State, his 10th year. At left halfback, will be one of two first-year players, either Joel Wells from Clemson or Bob Gators of New Mexico State. At fullback, having a great year from North Carolina State, Alex Webster, his seventh year. And at the flankerback position, 11-year veteran from Southern Methodist University, Kyle Roach. That would be the probable offensive lineup, although Jack Stroud, a nine-year veteran lineman from Tennessee, might well be in there at one of the offensive lineman spots. For the Green Bay Packers, when they have the ball, at left end, Max McGee from Tulane, his sixth year in the National Football League. At left tackle, from Indiana, four-year player, Bob Skaronski. At left guard, Fred Fuzzy Thurston from Valparaiso. This is his fourth year. The perennial all-pro will be at center from Syracuse, the veteran Jim Ringo. At right guard will be Forrest Gregg of SMU. This is his fifth year. He is playing at right guard in view of the fact that early in the season, Jerry Kramer was injured and has been unable to play since that time. Jerry's from Idaho. At right tackle will be Michigan State's former great in his fifth year, Norm Masters. And at the tight end from the University of Michigan, Ron Kramer. This is his fourth year. In the backfield, Bart Starr, who has come into his own as one of the fine quarterbacks in football from Alabama, Bart's sixth year. At left half back, 
Mr. Do-Everything, Paul Horning of Notre Dame. This is Paul's fifth year, the National Football League's leading scorer this year and last year. At fullback, the man who trailed only Jimmy Brown of Cleveland as the leading ground gainer, Jim Taylor of Louisiana State. Jim's playing his fourth year in the league. And the flanker back from Colorado, Boyd Dowler, a 6'5 speedster. This is his third year. The defensive lineups will give you as the game goes along. That, Jim, is what I expect to be the offensive lineups for this championship game before this capacity crowd in the town that proudly calls itself right now by virtue of the banners all over Green Bay as Title Town USA. Jim? Correct. As far as championship play is concerned, the New York Giants have played in 11 title games since the first one in 1933 when they played against the Chicago Bears. The Giants have won three, and they have lost eight of their championship appearances. As far as the Green Bay Packers are concerned, they have played in a total of five. They have won three, and they have lost two. Now, this past season saw the Giants and the Packers meet twice, once in preseason play and once during regular season play just three weeks ago here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And the strange thing about that is that both games ended in the identical score of 20-17 to 17, with the Green Bay Packers winning both times. But in both of those games, it could have gone, very honestly, either way. Both of these teams have a great deal of respect for one another, and as you talk to the players, as we did last night, and actually before game time today, you know that they figure this is going to be one of the great ones, and it certainly will be one of the great ones, I'm sure of that, of today. As I say, they both have a great deal of respect uh, for one another. The players are still in the dressing rooms down to our right, and... They're getting ready to be introduced in just a few moments here. We see that the bands, the many colorful high school bands from this area, that will entertain at halftime, are also entering the stadium at this point. It's interesting to note that the players' benches here today have both been covered and heated at least to a degree. Located directly behind the benches, they have a 72-foot dugout-type structure that's been erected. It's lined with a 2-inch reflective-type insulation uh, and within that uh, insulation enclosure there they have seven new revolutionary infrared heaters they're located inside the structure and each provides the amount of heat that uh, you get in a normal home furnace so they do expect that the players not in the ball game are going to be in pretty comfortable straits as far as waiting to go back into defensive players when they're waiting to go in and of course the offensive players too as far as uh, the equipment for playing in the game today, uh, many of the players are going to wear winter-type golf gloves. Uh, they're padded on the back of their hand with a smooth surface on the front so they can still handle the ball. And, of course, uh, many of them will uh, be wearing any other sort of equipment that they can get on to, to keep them warm and yet not limit their activity at all. I, uh, I do feel, though, that uh, the field is in such good condition from uh, at least a half an hour before game time here that uh, they aren't going to have too much trouble as far as this weather is concerned. Would you agree on that, Ray? I would, Jim. And uh, we were trying to figure out the correct terminology to use to describe a sort of rotating brush that was used in front of jeeps to actually sweep off the last of the straw, or hay if you prefer, 
who was placed on the field. So it's in good shape, and uh, let's hope at least the footing will have nothing to do with the outcome of the game. I'll tell you, we're going to have a tremendous football game here today. Well, we'll be set for the kickoff in just a minute. The sound of carpenters in work is a good sound. The sound of a growing America. For the construction business is the nation's biggest industry. A bellwether of our economy. The money you save at an insured savings and loan association helps your neighbors finance homes. It is the lifeblood of the construction industry. Insured savings and loan associations finance one-third of all home construction, providing jobs for carpenters, electricians, painters, plumbers, roofers. Income for hundreds of factories, which supply the materials that go into these homes. Everything from nails to appliances. And part of this money, in turn, is spent in retail stores everywhere. So it's good to know that when you say that an insured savings and loan association, your money, in addition to earning excellent returns for you, helps your neighbor own homes, builds better communities, and stimulates all business. Over the years... Uh, the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers have met in title play. Back in 1938, the Giants and Packers met for the first time in championship play with New York winning by a 23 to 17 score. Then in 1939, the Packers shut out the New York Giants by a 27 to nothing score, and this incidentally was the first shutout in title play history, and it was played at the Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Once again, the Packers and the Giants met in 1944 at the Polo Grounds in New York with Green Bay winning the ball game by a 14-7 score. This afternoon's playoff, as far as the players are concerned, certainly is a far cry and a great credit to the National Football League in growth. Back in the first title game between the Giants and the Chicago Bears in 1933, the winning share was $210. Today, the winner will get approximately $5,300 as his share for the win today. And the uh, second place, or the, the runner-up, will get about $2,000 less. So there has been considerable change in the amount paid from the first game up until today to the winning players and, of course, the second-place finisher, too. We pause 10 seconds now for station identification. This is WGY, WGFM Schenectady. The coaches here today are both very likable guys and certainly well-equipped for the jobs that they've undertaken, and the record bears that out. Vince Lombardi, as we mentioned a while ago, came to Green Bay just three years ago, and he has really picked them off the ground last year, winning the Western Division title and losing to the Philadelphia Eagles at Franklin Field in Philadelphia, and this year once again winning the Western Division title. As far as the New York Giants are concerned, their young coach, Ali Sherman, one of the youngest coaches in the football business, replaced Vince Lombardi, actually, as offensive coach of the New York Giants back in 1959, 
when events came here to Greenbay, Wisconsin. Following the retirement of Jim Lee Howe at uh, New York, Ali Sherman moved up to the head coaching job and here in his first year has had a dream come true. The championship game and no coach, I'm sure, could ask for anything more than has happened to young Ali Sherman, as I say, a very likable guy and a fellow who has done a tremendous job. He did it as an assistant coach when he was the backfield coach and set the offense of the New York Giants and has done a tremendous job as head coach in directing them to the Eastern Division title. Right now, the New York Giants are being introduced for this ball game, and I think that everything's just about ready to go, right? You are right, Jim. You know, the National Football League's publicity gentleman, Jim Kessel, the publicity men of the respective ball clubs, do such a fine job in sending out statistics to broadcasters such as Jim and myself that actually it's difficult to try and pick out just what statistic might conceivably have something to do with the ball game. But one thing to me is very interesting, Jim, looking at the statistical side of this game, and that's the fact that the Giants, defensively, in the one department that I like to think that counts, giving up points, were the best. They gave up just 220. Next to them, the Packers. They gave up just 223. And in points scored, the Packers led with 391, right behind them, the Giants, with 368. Now, the roar you hear in the background is evidence, if you need any other, that this game is being played in Green Bay. Their favorites are being introduced. The offensive lineup that we gave you moments ago, the offensive starters for the Green Bay Packers. And you know something right now, although the lights are on at City Stadium, the sun is shining. Jim, let's hope that's some sort of an omen. It certainly is a welcome sight here in Green Bay, I'll tell you that. Uh, Ray, talking about statistics, there are a couple of interesting ones that may show something about how these teams like to operate. Statistically, the Green Bay Packers have shown just a little bit better strength on the ground, although not too much, than the New York Giants. In net yards rushing, the Green Bay Packers have gained 2,350 yards this season to the Giants, 1,857. And when you get to the passing game with Y.A. Kittle and Johnny Connolly, who handle this New York attack so well, the Giants are just a little bit stronger in that department, at least to prove himself over the season. The Giants have gained 3,035 yards through the air, while the Green Bay Packers 2,502 yards. Physically, both of these teams seem to be in pretty good shape for this afternoon's game, and as far as I know, the New York Giants have no one that uh, they're worried too much about physically, and Ray, you've been with the, the Packers for these many years. Now, how about Green Bay as far as their physical condition is concerned today? Most of their players, and again, to the best of my knowledge, Jim, have come back from whatever injuries they have had during the season, with the one exception I mentioned earlier, 
guard Jerry Kramer, who sustained an injury early in the season, and of course they have lost him for the year, but they have made the necessary adjustment at that position. Max McGee was injured in the San Francisco 49er game. He is pronounced ready. John Simak sustained an injury. At the end of the season, the last game of the season, in fact, against the Rams, he is pronounced ready. I would say the one question mark right now would be, and uh, I even hesitate to mention it, but perhaps there are some sort of a record should be made, and that is that the uh, Packers' great fullback Jim Taylor has been something less than his usual physical self. But time will tell. He certainly uh, looked well in pregame warm-up warm -up for whatever that means. The officials for today's game are right about now bringing out the captain of the Giants, Andy Robustelli, and they'll be joined in a moment. The referee, George Rennix, and Robustelli, along with Kyle Rote, will be joined by their counterparts of the Packers, Bill Forrester, the defensive captain, and Jimmy Ringo, the offensive captain. In addition to George Rennix, the umpire is Jim Beersdorfer, the headlinesman, John Heiberger, the back judge, Charles Chuck Sweeney, and the field judge is Frank Luzar. Indication being made that the Giants have won the toss, and will receive. And so this kickoff is just a moment or so away, and I know it's a hackneyed phrase and has been used many times, but Gene, and I honestly think you can feel the excitement. You certainly can. They've gone over almost every championship game, and there hasn't been a one that hasn't had some point in it that, well, just outshone the one the year before, and we fully expect that here this afternoon, in Green Bay, we're going to have just such a ball game. I know that all of the players are ready to give it everything they have, and uh, you can be sure that both coaches and their staffs have done everything in their power to prepare these teams for this ball game this afternoon. The Green Bay Packers go out onto the field. The New York Giants are there, and we're ready for action here this afternoon. The National Football League title game. The Eastern Division champions, the New York Giants, coached by Ali Sherman, and the Western Division champs, the Green Bay Packers, coached by Vince Lombardi, or the play-by-play -play action, here is Ray Scott. Right you are, and mighty happy that all of you are with us. Veteran place kicker Ben Agajanian will kick off for the Packers, defend the goal line to our left. Deep for the Giants at the goal line is Joel Wells and Bob Gators, two rookie halfbacks of Ali Sherman's Giants. We're set to go. Mighty happy you're with us, and let's hope we have a great football game. This crowd is really coming alive as Ben Agajanian looks at the ball. Comes up toward the ball, and the championship game is underway. It is off to the left. It is going to land at the 15-yard line. He's picked up by Wells. He gets away from one man to the 20, 25, and he is cut from behind and slipped down at around the 30-yard line. Joel Wells takes a comparatively short kickoff. Ray Nitschke makes the tackle. It is the Giants ball, first down 10 from their 31-yard line. Y.A. Tittle will be the quarterback. In a moment, we'll know whether the Giants are going to try and start with something very surprising. The Giants, I see, decided to go with regular football shoes. They've discarded the basketball type field. They had it warm-up time. Webster and Wells are in the backfield behind Y.A. Kittle, and it is coming off the left side. Webster hit down the 31-yard line. Joel Wells hit at the 31-yard line. Henry Jordan broke through, got off a block, and brought it to just about the line of scrimmage to Joel Wells, who is starting instead of Bob Gators at left halfback. Wells played at Clemson, 6'1 and 198. Gain of one yard, second down. 
Nine yards to go. The Terrace moving right to left in their own 31-yard line. Bill Schaffner is a tight left end. Flanking out wide to the right is Kyle Roach. Wyatt Tittle looks over the Packer defense. Snap. Fades. It's a big draw, though it is a draw play, and it is Webster trying to go straight ahead. And he is hit down at the 32-yard line by linebacker Tommy Bettis. It'll come up third down and eight, a gain of one that time. So it is Schaffner, Roosevelt Brown, Stroud, Des, Whitecker, Larson, Walton, Rote, Webster, Tittle, and Wells for the Giants. The Packers up front have Willie Davis, Dave Hanner, Henry Jordan, and Bill Finland. Dan Curry, Tom Bettis, and Bill Forrester. The linebackers, Hank Grevinger, Johnny Simak, Willie Wood, and Jess Wooden on defense. Third down, eight third for the Giants. From their own 32-yard line, game just underway, no score from Green Bay. Wyatt Tittle with a long count, and he fades the pass. That's pretty good protection. Goes out on the right flat to Webster. He comes to the 35-yard line. Slips and falls. Comes to the 37-yard line, and will come up fourth down and three. A flip pass. A little flare out in the right flat. Making the tackle was linebacker Dan Curry. And the first series of downs, the Packers' defensive unit have held the Giants. And it apparently will be a punting situation for New York. And again, the sun begins to shine here at Green Bay. Doing the punting will be John Chandler. He's one of the best. Deep for Green Bay will be Luke Carpenter and Willie Wood down around the 20-yard line. Chandler will punt from about the Giants' 22-yard line with the sun at his back. Pass to the center. The kick is away. It is end over end. Lands at the 30. Picked up by Willie Wood at the 25. Away from one man, another, and slides it to his left at the 27-yard line. Very little run back, and Jim, there's no doubt about it. This field is going to be a little bit treacherous. Now that we've actually watched them try and make their cuts. I certainly think it, it will be, Ray. It, it seems to be a little soft on top, actually, and as they dig in there, they are, they're hitting a, a hard surface. That, at least it appears that way from up here, about an inch or so down. Bart Starr brings the Packers up to the line. First down from their own 27-yard line. That fullback is Jimmy Taylor. Left half is Paul Horning. Boyd Dowler, Frank Wide to the right, and Max McGee split left. Starr looks over the defense. It is Horning straight ahead, and he drives for about two, and that's all. 28-yard line. Give him a yard. Jim Catcavage hit him down. Jim Ringo's the offensive center for Green Bay. Flanked by Fuzzy Thurston on the left side. Horace Gregg on the right. The tackles are Bob Skaronski and Norm Masters. Ron Kramer, the tight end. He'll line up either on the right or left side. Gain of one that time for Horning. Second down, nine. Jimmy Catcavage, Dick Mozaleski, Rosie Greer, and Andy Robiscelli, the front four for the Giants. Cliff Livingston, Sam Huff, and Tom Scott, the linebackers. Here it's Barnes, Joe Morrison, Jim Patton, Dick Lynch, City Ben. Second down nine, Green Bay moving left to right from their own 28-yard line. Bart Starr calls the signals. Takes the snap. Hands off to Horning, and he goes off the left side and drives forward to near the 34-yard line. The left side. He's hit first by Andy Robiscelli with help from Tom Scott and other Giants. But Robiscelli made the first contact. Bob Skaronski led the blocking. The gain is to the 20, 34 yard line as they unpile. And so it is third down, about three. Green Bay moving from their own 34 yard line, left to right. First quarter just underway, no score. Giants took the opening kickoff, were forced to punt after three plays. The Packers have moved out, first time with the ball, to a third down and about two, rather than three. Dowler swings out right to the right. Max McGee splits left. Ron Kramer is a tight right end. The line is poised. Bart Starr calls the signals. Giants are ready. Third down, two. 
Long count. Might have changed his signal. It is off to the right side for Horning, and he drives to about the 35-yard line. He'll probably be short of a first down. Jimmy Cattavage made first contact, and apparently it's going to be fourth and one. Horning gets a yard, trying to slant off to the right. Cat Cabbage made a fine defensive play. It is fourth and one, and so the first two times that the Giants and the Packers test each other, apparently they will both have to punt. Joe Wells and Joe Morrison will be the deep men for New York, Jim. It's uh, pretty apparent so far that the quarterbacks are trying to let their teams warm up a little bit and not handle that ball too much. Boyd Dowler will punt from the Packer 20. He and McGee have shared the punting this season. There's the passing center. The kick is away, and it's a beauty. It drives Wells all the way back to the 11-yard line. He comes to his left of the 15, and he loses his footing, but there he goes to the 14-yard line as Elijah Pitts and Forrest Gregg following first contact by Nelson Taburin when a penalty marker was dropped. A tremendous punt by Boyd Dowler. But there was a penalty on the play. Back up field comes the ball. The legal procedure has been indicated by referee George Rennix. We will await. It is against Green Bay. Five yards. Back comes the ball. A tremendous punt. And Jim, I thought about as good a punt coverage as you could ever hope to have off a deep punt by Green Bay. Certainly was, and the, the safety man holding on to that ball is amazing out here this afternoon, too. They had really covered him, though, and he, he just didn't have a chance. He was just lucky to hold on to him. Instead of fourth and one, it is fourth and six, and the Packers come out of the huddle and again line up in a punt formation. Game just underway, first quarter, no score, the Packers and the Giants for the pro championship. Dowler waiting for the ball, same two deep men. There's a pass from center. There's the kick. This is another good one. Not quite as deep. It'll be taken by Morrison at the 25, who's right to the 30, and down he goes, Pitt missing. Elijah Pitts, along with Lee Falkins, downfield. The Giants, however, instead of having the ball inside the 15, as they did a moment ago, will have it at the 31. First down and 10, the Giants' ball moving right to left their own 31-yard line after about five minutes of play. No score from City Stadium, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Joe Schaffner splits to the left. Kyle Rowe points to the right. Joe Walton, a tight left end. Webster and Wells in the backfield behind the veteran Y.A. Tittle. Snap of the ball. Straight ahead, it is Wells to the 35 to the 39-yard line. Joe Wells, first year back from Clemson. And he is within about a yard of a first down at the giant 39-yard line. It will be second down one. Not a pass has been thrown by the Packers the first time they had the ball. A little flare pass was thrown by Tittle to Webster on third down the first time they had the ball. Giants ready on second down one. Let's see if Tittle goes for the big gainer on second and short yardage. Moving from the 39-yard line. We're set. Tittle the snap. Off to the left side, trying to find the hole. As Webster, he comes to the 41, he might have the first down. Alex Webster of North Carolina State, standing to the left, trying to pick his way. Leading the blocking with center Ray Waiteka. We will have a measurement. So, so far, Jim, it's a question of the rival quarterbacks just trying to pick some sort of a little flaw. Taylor, uh, so far, has been used as a decoy. It'll be interesting to see if Horning will be the man carrying the ball, and Taylor who did so very well in the regular season game against the Giants will be a decoy or not. So far, 
As you mentioned, they, they are using uh, Taylor as a, as a decoy. Whether the Giants know about uh, him not being quite up to par, of course, is another question, although I would guess that they, that they most certainly do. It was a first down by inches. The Giants are the first first down of the game that comes at their 41-yard line with about nine minutes left in the first quarter and no score from City Stadium, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Rope flanks to the right. Schachner, the great receiver, splits to the left. Wide tittle, poised under center. Calls the snap. Fades the pass. He's looking over the middle. He throws out to the right. And it is going to be dropped by Rope at midfield. Not to cover was Curry, then Greminger, but Rope was there. The ball just slipped off his fingertips. It's incomplete. It'll be second down and ten. So we have Tittle on first down ten from the Giants' 40-and-a-half-yard line. Going to Rote, who ran a down-and-out pattern to the right as the Giants look at it. I think it's very obvious uh, how chilly it is down there with Rote dropping that because it, it really was right to him. And you don't see Kyle Rote drop very many like that. Second down ten as the Giants come up to the line of scrimmage. Walton, the tight left end. Rhodes is up on the line of scrimmage on the right side. Schottner is split out to the left. And it is straight ahead as the flag goes down on a trap play. Joel Wells, but a penalty marker was down. The Packers defensively have Willie Davis, Dave Hanner, Henry Jordan, Bill Quinlan along the line. The linebackers, Dan Curry, Tom Bettis, Bill Forrester. The penalty is against the Packers for offside. It'll be second down and five. And the deep men are Hank Reminger of Baylor, Johnny Steinack of Florida, Willie Wood of Southern Cal, Jess Whittenden of Texas Western. Second down five. The Giants here at their own 45 and a half yard line. Wrote out to the right. Schaffner to the left. Tittle looks over the Packers. Hasn't there a crouch yet. Now he's in a crouch behind center white jacket. Takes a snap. They tumble. Loose ball. Fallen on, I believe, by Webster at the 48-yard line. Picked up a couple of yards. Or was it Joel Wells? No, it was Webster. The ball bounced, and right on top of it was Webster, the ball carrier. It'll be third and a long two for the Giants from their own 48. So we come up to that town, which so many times decides so many things. Third, and in this instance, a long two for the Giants from their own 48-yard line. Just under eight minutes left in the first quarter. No score. Giants with the ball. Tittle looking around. Still not crossed. Now he is. Takes the snap. Looking for a quick receiver. He hits Rote. And he is going to be nailed at the Packer 46-yard line on a quick flip out to the right. Rote just took a couple steps down. Moved out to the sideline. Turned his back to the defender. Took the quick pass. And it's a first down for the Giants, their second consecutive first down. For the first time, a team has crossed into the other territory. Giant ball at the Packer 46-and-a-half yard line. Inbound marker, far side of the field as the Giants move right to left here in the first quarter. No score. Road again to the right. Schaffner to the left. Webster and Wells are the back. Kittle fakes the pass. He's looking. He's throwing for Schaffner. And he falls down, and it's incomplete at the 30-yard line. It was actually thrown out of bounds as both Willie Wood, who is the free man, and Jess Whittington, who did a tremendous job. You know, Jim, the first time the Giants played the Packers, the game in Milwaukee won by Green Bay in the regular season, 20-17. to Whittington did what some professional football observers told me was the greatest job playing man-to-man -man against Schaffner they had ever seen. He limited to just one reception. And that time uh, again showed how close he can stay to a truly great receiver as Joe Schottner. 
Jarkers is truly one of the great receivers in this week. It was pretty obvious down there when he just fell on that last play, though, that he had lost his footing because of the turf. Second down, Ted. Giants ready. Snap of the ball. Coming out to the left side is Webster, and he is through under for a loss of one. Trying to swing to the left, and the Packers were waiting. Tom Bennett, Bill Quinlan, Henry Jordan. Webster trying to come outside. Ball is placed actually at the line of scrimmage. His forward progress being there, so it is third and ten. And of course, always be mindful of the fact, as we are, that the Giants have a great place kicker in Pat Summerall on the bench. Just as the Packers have both Paul Horning and Ben Hagajanian. So a third down and ten play coming up as the Giants are on the line of scrimmage and the Packers are waiting. Little face to pass. That's pretty good protection. That's a lot of time. He's throwing very deep, and it is Ruth dropping the ball at the 13-yard line. Willie Wood, Hank Greminger were both deep, but Ruth made a little maneuver at the last instant, which put him just in front of Willie Wood. The ball dropped out of his grasp. It is fourth and ten. Into the game is John Chandler. With the ball at the Green Bay 46 and a half yard line, this modest drive of the Giants comes to an apparent off with about six minutes left in the first quarter and no score. Lou Carpenter, Willie Wood, looking into the sun of the deep run at the 10 yard line for Green Bay. John Chandler, a great punter, stands at the Giants 40. The pass in the center is true. The kick came for the left coffin corner. A high spiral will go into the end zone, in the left corner, and the Packers will have the ball for the second time in this game from their own 20-yard line. And no doubt about it, Jim, the weather is cold enough when, as you mentioned earlier, a sure-fingered receiver like Kyle Rowe has trouble holding on to the ball. Kyle is having a little bit of difficulty with his right hand, too. He had that injured, and I'm sure that isn't helping him all or, at all on these receptions, but he is a, a truly great receiver, and... That has to be one of the reasons with this uh, frigid weather. Packers up on the line at the 20. Bart Starr calls signals. Taylor and Horning behind him. Taylor to the right. Rather, Horning to the right. And it is Paul Horning off the left side, coming to the 20, to the 24-yard line, sliding to the left. And again, it was first a fake to Taylor, then the gift to Horning. The first time back in Milwaukee, Taylor had one of his great days when he ran for 186 yards against the Giants. And conceivably, the Packers are trying to take advantage of the fact that they are expecting Taylor. In a four, second down six. Rosie Greer, the right tackle. Andy Robiscotti, the defensive right end, made the stop for New York. Second down six, Green Bay moving left to right from their own 24-yard line. Boyd Dowler to the right. Max McGee to the left. No score, first quarter, about five minutes left in the period. Star. He's looking for a deep receiver. He's going for McGee. And it is just over his fingertips at the 36-yard line. Covering on the play was Dick Lynch. It touched the fingertips of Max McGee, who had a step on the defender. And star like Fiddle has shown us already of what a tremendous passer he is to be on target at great distance. Well, you mentioned uh, Dick Lynch in the uh, giant brochure as a confirmed bachelor, and the uh, Dick got married last Thursday. Oh. Third and six, Green Bay, from their own 24. The Packers have yet to register a first down. The Giants have two. There is no score, and about five minutes left in the first quarter. 
The Giants third under the Packers third and sixth from their own 24. Same offensive setup. McGee left. Dowder right. Back of the ball. Bart Starr fakes the pass, throws the ball, running at the 30. He's at the 35. He's at the 40. He's going to the right to the 45. He's at midfield. Paul Horning is down. Good living is going to make the tackle. Bart Starr with a quick pass to the short man, Paul Horning. Whistle on the field, the Giants apparently want to talk things over for their time out on the field with the score. Green Bay nothing and New York nothing. You know what, Charlie? I've just come from Mabel's house and there's something wrong with us. But why? Oh, that family room, my dear. Yeah. They've got a savings account and an insured savings and loan association. That's how they paid for it. But, Marge, I... Now, don't give me any excuses to me. If they can do it, I don't deserve it. But, Marge, I... All you do is go in and open an account and then add it every month. You're saving your income, too. But, Marge, I... I'm not going to listen to any bus. There's an insurance savings and loan association. But, Marge... I have an account at an insured savings and loan association. Mm-hmm. Hello? That's what I've been trying to tell you. But, Marge, yes, yes. there's no reason you can't open one, too, in your own name. Two accounts in a family are better than one. From City Stadium, Green Bay, Wisconsin, along with Jim Lehman, this is Ray Scott on hand. We have no score. The Packers have just come up with a 26-yard pass play. A short clip over the middle to Paul Horning from quarterback Bart Starr. Horning, running very well, moved all the way to midfield before being down. So we are ready to go again. The Packers come up to the line, ball at the inbounds marker near side of the field. McGee to the left. Dowler is a fairly tight right end, and Ron Kramer is a tight left end. Dowler now moves out a few steps to the right. Starr calls his signal. Takes the snap. Paul Horning off the left side, cuts through to the 45-yard line of the Giants before he's down on a quick opener. Hit down by Rosie Greer, behind good blocking by the left side of the Green Bay line, Bob Skaronsky, Fuzzy Thurston. Gain of five for Horning on a quick hitter off the left side. And so far, the pattern of his first quarter remains the same. Jim Taylor has so far been nothing more than a decoy. Paul Horning has been the man carrying the mail. Second down, five, and a five-yard game by Horning at the Giants' 45-yard line. No score in the first quarter, a little over four minutes left in the period. Packers are ready, so are the Giants. Strike all signals. Takes the snap, takes the pass. No, he gives the trailer over the middle to the right on the draw play. He goes to the 41-yard line. Only a fine open field tackle by Cliff Livingston kept Jimmy Taylor running that time on the draw play from getting even more yardage. Game of about four. We'll bring up a third down and about one and a half at the Giants' 41 and a half yard line. Giants defensively have cut Tabby, Mozilevsky, Greer, Robustelli up front. Livingston, Hudson, Scott, the linebackers. Barnes, Morrison, Patton, and went to the deep man. Star certainly set that up well. He takes it to Harding, and Harding really carried out the fake to let uh, Jim Taylor go on it. Big play coming up, third and one and a half. Snap of the ball. Jim Taylor off the right side. He's at the 40. He's at the 37-yard line. The third giant, Joe Morrison, the hitting, going down. Barnes hitting two. 
Jimmy Taylor has the first down for the Packers. Their defense penetration at the Giants 37-yard line. Referee George Rennick indicates first down, San Green Bay. About three minutes left in the first quarter. There is no score. Ball inbounds marker near side of the field. Boyd Dowler comes out of the huddle, splits right. Max McGee will be a pretty tight left end. Ron Kramer is a tight right end. The line is crossed for Green Bay. Snap of the ball. Jimmy Taylor off the right side finds daylight and comes to the 33-yard line. Before he's met by the great middle linebacker, Sam Huff. Leading the blocking, Fuzzy Thurston, Ron Kramer, Master and Greg. Down the play to the 32-yard line of five yards. Second down, five. Over two minutes left in this scoreless first quarter. Giants took the opening kickoff, failed to move, and punted. Packers couldn't move. They had the punt. Giants moved for two first downs, forced the punt. The Packers have held the ball since then from their own 20, and have moved now to a second down five at the Giants' 32-yard line. To the left, McGee. To the right, Dowler. Kramer lined up as a tight left end this time. Snap of the ball. Paul Horning off the left side to the 30, to the 25-yard line. And he's finally tackled by Tom Scott and Joe Morrison. Paul Horning drives seven yards for first down. Almost directly in front of the goalpost at the Giants' 25-yard line. Horning, of all the runners, seems to be having the least amount of trouble with footing here today. He, as a matter of fact, he hasn't had any so far in his uh, cutting and... Uh, Maneuvering once he gets past that line of scrimmage. Again, Boyd Dowler will go wide to the right. McGee will be a tight left end, and Kramer the same way on the right side. Practically a seven-man giant line. Straight ahead, Jimmy Taylor. He's at the 20-yard line before they get it. Off the right side. Behind fine blocking by Norm Masters. Sam Huff makes the stop. Five-yard game. Second down, five. Jim had to hear the crowd booing, but quite honestly, I have no idea why. I think uh, Sam Huff and uh, Jim Taylor had a few words down there uh, after that tackle, and I'm uh, quite sure that the Green Bay fans didn't want one of their great favorites uh, more than any way. Second down and five. And again, we're happy to tell you, mainly for our benefit, the sun is shining. McGee to the left, Dowler to the right. Kramer at tight left end. Second down, five. Green Bay at the Giants' 20-yard line. Closing seconds, first quarter, no score. Snap of the ball. Starface the pass. He's throwing over the middle. It is in and out of the hands. Dowler and It is a first down for Green Bay at the Giants' seven-yard line. It comes with the unofficial scoreboard clock showing 35 seconds remaining in the first period. I believe that was E. Rich Barnes who thinks that it was called on him, but uh, Sam Huff ran into him actually before the ball had reached him, and I, I do believe uh, that that's the man that had it called on him. Referee asks the crowd to quiet down. They do. First and goal at the seven. Packers are poised. Dowler, Frank Wright, McGee's put about five yards to the left side. Star calls the signals. Snap to the ball. Jimmy Taylor off the left side finds a little bit of room and drives to about the six. The hole quickly closed up. Sam Huff led the defensive charge. He had help from Dick Lynch. 
among others. Being on a play at any about a half yard, and we may or may not have time for another play here in the first period. Although the official time is kept on the field by the back judge, it is usually close to that showing on the scoreboard, and the scoreboard clock, which is running, shows just three seconds left in the period. The Packers break huddle. There's the gun. That's the end of the first quarter with the score. Green Bay nothing, New York nothing. In a few days, the nation's insured savings and loan associations will say Happy New Year to their savers with a dividend to 29 million people. If you aren't sharing in these generous earnings, why don't you start the new year right by opening a savings account at one of the conveniently located insured savings and loan associations. All you do is go in, give your name, address, and signature, and the amount you want to start your account with. It's that simple. And what other New Year's resolution can you make that's so important to your future? You'll get a passbook that will make better reading each year as your savings grow, helped by excellent earnings. So how about it? Remember, you have to plan ahead to get ahead. Stop in at your nearby insured savings and loan association and get the New Year off to a profitable start by opening that savings account. Savings are insured by a United States government agency. We pause 10 seconds for station identification. And these are the General Electric stations, WGY and WGFM, Schenectady. Along with Jim Leeming, this is Ray Scott at City Stadium, Green Bay, Wisconsin. The second quarter is about to get underway in this National Football League Championship game. The Green Bay Packers have a second and goal at the Giants' six-and-a-half-yard line, now moving from right to left, and the ball about 20 yards in from the near side of the field. The sun is at the back of the Packers now. Green Bay comes up to the line, Dowler to the right, McGee to the left. Watch star call signals, wrong camera, tight right end. Back to the ball, Paul Horning off the right side, cuts at the five, in zone, touchdown! Norm Masters and Forrest Gregg with Ron Kramer led the blocking for Paul Horning, and the Packers draw first blood Leading 6 nothing, Horning with star holding will try to make it 7. Ball is down, the kick is in the air. It's good. There's time out on the field with a score. Green Bay 7, New York nothing. A ride on a roller coaster is fun. And then, down it goes. But a roller coaster ride is no place for your life savings. If you want to avoid the ups and downs of speculation, do what millions of smart Americans are doing. Save regularly at your nearby insured savings and loan association. There your savings will be safe not subject to market fluctuations, and invested in sound home loans. Excellent earnings provide you with growth potential or a second source of income. 
So don't put all your nest eggs in one basket of speculation. Keep a substantial amount in a savings account at an insured savings and loan association where your money is insured up to $10,000 by a United States government agency. Jim, Paul Horning has certainly been a most impressive runner today, but as you have pointed out on several occasions, it's been the teamwork of he and Taylor with their fake setting up the other that's made it all possible. Beautiful take on the touchdown play. Sorry to Taylor to get to Horning. Here's Ben Agajanian stick. It's pretty high. Wells comes to meet at the 16, comes to the 20. Hits and down he goes at the 25-yard line. Joel Wells. As he slipped right there with him was the young fellow who has been down on so many kickoffs for Green Bay, Elijah Pitt. So now it's the offensive group of the Giants. With the ball at their own 25 and a half yard line, moving left to right, Green Bay leading 7 to nothing. Y.A. Fiddle at quarter, Joel Wells at left half, Alex Webster at full, Kyle Roach the flanker. Shockner and Walton at the end. Out to the left is Shockner, to the right it is Roach. And off to the, taking off to the left side, Fiddle throws to the right side, and it is off the right hand of Kyle Roach. It was a beautiful take that time by Y.A. Fiddle's Webster. Came in time to look then to the opposite side, to the right near sideline. His pass was just off target, intended for Kyle Roach, as Hank Greminger and Dan Curry dropping back the left linebacker were there to cover. It is second and ten New York from their 25 and a half. Second quarter just underway, Green Bay leading 7 0 over the Giants. There's a draw to the left side, Webster carrying, finds some running room, and drives to a 39 yard line, where he's met by Dave Hanner. It's a game of about five on the fullback draw, with Alex Webster picking his way for five. It'll be third and five, New York, moving left to right on their own 30 and a half yard line. Looking over at the giant bench, you can see Charlie Connery working feverishly on that film with the scouts upstairs. But the pattern of play of the New York Giants uh, continues here, no doubt it will. And Jeff will be in there if they can't move this ball into Wyatt Tittle. A spread formation now for New York just before the snap of the ball. And fading the pass is Tittle. He is looking, he's throwing, the ball is batted, intercepted. He is at the 34-yard line. Ray Nitsky intercepts a ball that was batted near the line of scrimmage. It was by virtue of being tipped short of its target. Ray Nitsky, who had moved in at middle linebacker, carries it back to the Giants' 34-yard line, and the Packers are in great position. They have first down at the Giants' 34 and leading 7-0 early in the second quarter. Dowler to the right. McGee switch left. Ron Kramer, the tight right end as Bart Starr holds up his hands and asks his capacity crowd to be quiet. Snap of the ball. It is Horning off to the right, looking for a receiver. He is throwing for McGee. He has it and drops it at the 14-yard line. Dick Lynch was defending. Back comes the ball to the Giants' 34-yard line. There was the half-back option play, and showing again how dangerous it is when you have a fellow like Horning, and before that with the Giants, the great Frank Gifford before his retirement. The yell of the crowd, of course, was uh, they figured that Lynch was interfering. There's a very fine line between fast interference and playing the ball, and Dick Lynch on that was playing the ball. Second and ten. 
Downer to the right. Over to cover him is Barnes. Fairly tight left hand this time is McGee. Heading back to pass on second down is Bart Starr. He is fine. He is throwing for McGee. He's there and it's just over his hands at the one-yard line. Looking back into the front. Jim Patton was defending that time. So again, Bart Starr tries to go for distance. And it is incomplete at its third down and ten. Packers seven, Giants nothing. About 13 minutes left in the first half. The Packers scoring on an 80-yard touchdown drive with Paul Horning going in on the first play of the second quarter from six and a half yards out, then adding the extra point. Packers in the huddle. Giants setting up their defense. To the right, Fowler, Ron Kramer will be a tight right end. Max McGee comes out to the left. Lynch will move over to cover him. Packers are poised. Giants are ready. Star fades to pass. Over the middle, it is complete to Kramer at the 25, at the 20, but he's way to the 16-yard line before he's wrestled down. Sam Hunt, Jim Patton, bringing down Ron Kramer, the tight right hand, broke over the middle. Star hitting perfectly with a quick toss. First down at the time, 18-yard line. As Star comes up with the big third down answer, teaming up with the former Michigan great Ron Kramer on a pass over the middle. 7 nothing. Packers lead. Second quarter, about 12 and a half minutes remaining in the period. Ball is at the inbounds marker near side of the field. That familiar setup, Fowler to the right, McGee split left. Ron Kramer, tight right end again. Behind Star, Taylor, and Horning. Snap of the ball, handoff. Jimmy Taylor up the middle, fights only for a couple of yards. That big, giant line was there. Ted Savage, Mokolet, Pete Greer, Robert Kelly. Forward progress will be marked the 17-yard line. Taylor gets one. The Packers offensively have Jim Ringgold, Hutter, Fuzzy Thurston, and Forrest, Greg at guards, Bob Skaronsky, and Norm Masters at tackles. Ron Kramer, the tight right end. He does a lot of blocking in addition to being a fine receiver. Max McGee splits usually to the left. Boy Dowler flanks right. Star the quarterback, Fanning and Taylor the running back. Second down nine. Packer ball at the giant 17. Packers leading 7-0 early in the second quarter. Snap to Star. It is straight ahead. Jimmy Taylor trying to find running room. Crosses the 15 to the 13-yard line. There he's met by Robicelli, Greer, and others of the Giants. So it will set up a third down as players still on pile. Jimmy Taylor slowly getting up. The ball is going to be at the 13-yard line. It will be third and a long five. Ball inbounds marker near side of the field. This next play, of course, could decide whether the Packers will have a chance to go for three or for six. Giants are ready and waiting. The sun right now is shining absolutely beautifully, and there are practically no clouds in the skies over Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Packers come up. Star looks over the, the defense. Snap of the ball, fades the pass. Looks to the right. He is looking. It is complete for Dowler. Touchdown. Bart Starr. Bart Starr hit a quick slap pattern to Boy Dowler, who was in front of the defense. He hit him on the fingertips at the five. Dowler went in without a hand, but he right on in. The Packers move into a 13 nothing lead. Star will hold for Horning. Ball is snapped down, 
the air. It's good. There's Tama on the field. Get the score. Green Bay 14. The New York Giants nothing. The sound of customers in work is a good sound. The sound of a growing America. For the construction business is the nation's biggest industry. A bellwether of our economy. The money you save at an insured savings and loan association helps your neighbors finance homes. It is the lifeblood of the construction industry. Insured savings and loan associations finance one-third of all home construction, providing jobs for carpenters, electricians, painters, plumbers, roofers. Income for hundreds of factories, which supply the materials that go into these homes. Everything from nails to appliances. And part of this money, in turn, is spent in retail stores everywhere. So it's good to know that when you say that an insured savings and loan association your money, in addition to earning excellent returns for you, help your neighbor own homes, build better communities, and stimulate all business. Well, Jim, so far the fans here at Green Bay have had a lot of lot to cheer about. They certainly have. It's, uh, it's been a well-called game so far, and the, on the part of uh, quarterback Bart Starr, he has mixed them up just perfectly here. Tag Agenian preparing to kick off. The Giants beat Ben Peters and Wells are up at the 10-yard line. There's the kick. This one will drop Wells, and he'll take it out the 10, comes to the 15, 20, swings to the left, 25, to the 30, and down at the 32-yard line under a host of Packers. To give you an idea, for those of you who do not get a chance to follow professional football regularly, as the Green Bay Packers are now on defense, here's some of the sizes. Willie Davis, 240. Dave Hanner, 260. Henry Jordan, 250. Bill Swinman, 250. The front four. The linebackers, Dan Curry, 240. Ray Nitschke, 235. Bill Forrester, 240. Y.A. Siddle is still a quarterback. The Giants again go into a spread with only Wells behind the quarterback, Tittle. And Tittle fakes the pass. He's being rushed. He throws, and it is thrown away out to the left flat. As Willie Davis put a tremendous rush on Y.A. Tittle. Willie Davis uh, is a fellow who blocked that pass that was intercepted just a moment ago before the series that carried Green Bay in for their second touchdown. Davis is putting a great deal of pressure on Y.A. Tittle from his defensive left-hand position. Tittle that time, I believe, Jim, had visions of throwing a little screen off to the left and throw well, but the ball was maybe two yards behind him. Second down, 10. Giants from their own 32. Again, they go into a spread. Webster to the right. Walton to the right. Rope to the right. Fading the pass is Tittle. Pretty good protection. Throws over the middle, and it is way overthrown. Intended for Walton. Wood, Nitschke, Whittenson were all back there, and Tittle was on target that time to the extent that on the incomplete pass, it'll be third and ten. Second quarter has about ten minutes remaining. Here at Green Bay, Wisconsin, if you join us late, the Green Bay Packers lead the New York Giants by a score of 14 to nothing. On a touchdown run by Horning, a pass thrown from Star to Dowler, two extra points taken successfully by Horning. The Giants come out of the huddle. They are not in the spread this time. Wells and Webster are both in running position. Third and ten. Still takes the pass. He's looking. He's looking over the middle. He throws and cut it to Wolf.
Ball spotted inbounds marker, near side of the field, second down five, Green Bay, up the top 20-yard line. With a little better than seven minutes, unofficially remaining in the first half, and the Packers leading 14 to nothing. Wide to the right, Dowler. To the left, McGee. Lynch covers McGee, Barnes is on Dowler. That's the way it looks at the moment. Ball snap, star, fades as if the pass, hands off to Horning, and he goes ahead on a halfback draw play to about the 17-yard line. Wrestled down by Big Dick Mozeleski. It appears that Horning will be short of the first down by about two yards. Although they're still untiling. The ball is spotted at the 17. It'll be third and about two. At the risk of being repetitious here, it is Scar who deserves just the more credit I guess that I can give him up here for his wonderful ball handling and uh, of course his uh, his thinking and play calling has been outstanding, at least in my opinion so far today. A big third down, two plays about to unfold. Ball snap, ball running off the right side, makes his cut, and he dies to about the 15. He actually just dove and burrowed his way to about the 15-yard line. We will watch the referee and the headlinesman to see if it is a first down. It is. We have a fullback such as Jim Taylor, uh, the fans, especially Green Bay fans, uh, you consider him, of course, a real powerhouse, which he is. He's considered all around the lake, and Paul uh, Horning is not considered a power runner. Uh, I think mostly because of Jim Taylor being in that back with him, but he's got plenty of power, too. The Packers come out of the huddle and are set at the line of scrimmage. McGee left, Dowler right. Star takes. Here's the Taylor off the left side, and he goes for just a couple to about the 13. Greer, Robustelli there to meet him. The Packers offensively, as interior linemen, have Bob Skaronski, Percy Thurston, Jim Ringo, Forrest Gregg, Norm Masters, Ron Kramer, doing the bulk of the blocking up front, Max McGee, the split left end, Bart Starr, Paul Horning, Jim Taylor, Boyd Dowler rounding out the backfield. Tom Moore is up and sort of jumping up and down in front of the Packer bench in front of us, and we may see him in a moment. He is a backfield replacement for the Packers. Down at last play, two yards at most. Second down, eight at the Giants, 13 and a half. Star face to pass. Looks goes over the middle for three with a touchdown. for a touchdown. Horning will try to add another point. The ball is down. Kicks in the air. It's good. There's time out on the field with a score. The Green Bay Packers, 21. The New York Giants, nothing. You know what, Charlie? I've just come from Mabel's and I think there's something wrong with us. for it. 
But, Marge, I... Now, don't give me any excuses, sir. If they can do it, I don't see why... But, Marge, I... All you do is go in and open an account and then add 11 months. You're saving your income, too. But, Marge, I... I'm not going to listen to any bus. There's an insurance savings and loan association left. But, Marge... I have an account at an insured savings and loan association. You mm-hmm. have? That's what I've been trying to tell you. But, Marge. Yes, yes. There's no reason you can't open one, too, in your own name. Two accounts in a family are better than one. Here at Penny Stadium in Green Bay, Wisconsin, along with Ken Leeming, this is Ray Scott. And so far, and I always like to qualify things in a situation like this, Jim, so far the Packers have certainly been a most impressive ball club, but for no other reason because they've been able to capitalize on the breaks that have come their way. They have that in this league. Every time either team out, no matter what the score is, until that final whistle blows, Ben Agatini getting ready to kick off, Ray. Agatanian comes to the ball. His kick will be taken by Wells at the 11, to the 15, 20, right side, 25, swings to the left, to the 30, takes his way to the 39-yard line. Nitschke has him there, along with Dan Curry and Lee Fulton. So the Giants will have the ball. They have been victimized so far by two fast interceptions. Both led to touchdowns, and Charlie Connolly will be in at quarterback as you predicted he might show. Connolly wearing tennis shoes sends the Giants into a strict formation, strong right. Connolly fades the pass. He looks. He has time. This ball is back in the air. It is going to be falling at the 43-yard line of the Giants, harmlessly, as Dave Tanner puts tremendous pressure on Tannerly. And Jim, once again, the pressure being put on the passer, whether so far it be Tittle or Connerly, by this forward wall of the Packers has been just unbelievable. Well, as I mentioned a while ago, Ray, only one way you can stop these great passes, that's make them throw it as quick as, they, as you possibly can, and that's just what Green Bay has done this afternoon. Unofficially, we have the Giants completing two of 11 passes and have had two intercepted. Both led to touchdowns. Second and ten, Giants from their own 38, moving left to right. Connerly, snap of the ball, fades, it's just a pass, handed off to Webster on a draw play off the left side, takes his way to the 45-yard line. Alex Webster, running with tremendous power, it's finally nailed at the time of 45 and a half, or six-yard line, again of near seven. Webster getting up a bit slowly. He was hampered somewhat by injuries through the season, but he had a great year, ranking only behind Jerry Brown and Jimmy Taylor as a leading rusher in the National Football League. Third down and three. Packers lead 21-0. Second quarter has about four minutes remaining. Giants moving left to right with a third and three, and the veteran Charlie Connolly, 14 years in the league, from Ole Miss. He sends Roach to the right, Shoster to the left. Wells and Webster behind him. Now they move out to the right again on a spread. Webster moving to the right. Connolly fades the pass. A penalty marker is down. He is throwing for Walton. And Willie Wood almost intercepts as he breaks it down at the 17-yard line, but a penalty marker was dropped. Joe Walton, the former fifth star, tight end, broke downfield. Willie Wood that time covering him along with Hank Greminger. The ball was broken down, but the penalty is against Green Bay. 
Referee George Rennick indicating offside. It gives the Giants a first down, their third of the game. It comes at midfield. First down, the Giants at midfield. Ball 20 yards in, far side of the field. Three and a half minutes left in the first half. Packers leading by 21 to nothing. Touchdown run by Horning. Two touchdown passes by Starr. One to Dowler, one to Ron Kramer. Extra points by Horning. The Giants are up to the line. Bill King is in the backfield now in place of Webster. Formerly played at Vanderbilt. Snap of the ball. Connolly fades the pass. He has a lot of time. Throws out to the left. And it is in and out of the hands of Wells at the 45-yard line of Green Bay in the left flat to the far sideline. Bill King. He also hampered by injuries much of the season. Played his collegiate ball at Vanderbilt. He is in the backfield replacing Alex Webster. And as we told you a moment ago, Webster got up very slow after going about seven yards on a draw play. Joe Wells just looked uh, about a fraction of a second too too late on that one because he was he was pretty well open and uh, Chuck hit him just about right too, but he had looked back just a fraction of a second too late. Second down, ten at midfield for New York. Walton this time lines up way out to the right. He's outside of Root as Connerly faced the pass. Looks, he is throwing for Rhodes. He's down the middle, and it is caught, and he is tackled at the 15-yard line. A beautiful catch by Kyle Rhodes, right over the middle, and it was Willie Wood defending and helping on the tackle, along with Hank Reminter and the Giants. Had their first real threat of the game with a first down as the veteran Charlie Connolly, as he has done so often, rallies the Giant forces with a drive that moves to the Packer 15, first and 10 with a little over three minutes left in the first half, and Green Bay leading by 21 to nothing. Whistle on the field. Connolly is going to the bench to talk apparently to Ali Sherman. So we are going to uh, have a brief lull in activities here. So we tell you right now that we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is WGY, WGFM, Schenectady. Well, Jim, it's amazing how Charlie Connolly, time and time again, can come off that bench and rally the Giants, just Giants, just when they need him most. Charlie's done it so many times over the years for the New York Giants that the, the New York Giants fans just expect him to do it. In other words, when he comes in there, they say, well, Charlie will pull it out for us, and he has done it as they sold so many times. On that last pass reception uh, by Kyle wrote, uh, I would guess about now that Kyle has warmed up. He dropped a couple in the in the first quarter when he was warming up, but he has a great pair of hands, and he very seldom drops them when they're anywhere near him. And on that one, he was well covered, actually, by Wood. And I uh, I think from, from here on in, if they get it near him, hold on. He's, he's another old pro, and... Uh, a true old pro, too, a guy that uh, the fans have come to count on, the Giant fans have, and he seldom if ever lets them down. And so the Giants are ready and are up to the line, walking to the right. Shots are a tight left, then Kyle Rowe to Parker on the right side. Snap of the ball, Phil King on the draw to the left side. He's at the 15, he's at the 10, he's at the 8-yard line going off to the left. Phil King. Finally nailed by Bill Quinlan and Ray Mitzke. A good game. 
As Phil King moves inside the Packer fan going to the far sideline, ball spotted at the inbounds marker, far side of the field at the Packer 8-yard line, and it's second down three. A little better than two minutes left in the first half. The Giants have plenty of time here to score. They trail 21-0. The Packers striking early. Carly sends his Giants up to the line. Webster is back in the backfield now. Alex Webster. Shockner to the left. Snap of the ball up to the right. Comes Webster. He is held it down at the six-yard line by Mitchie. And Dan Curry. Close to a first down, within about a yard of a first down. Whistle on the field. The two-minute warning is about to be given to Vince Lombardi, the head coach of the Packers, and now to Ali Sherman, the head coach of the Giants. Two minutes remain in the first half. At Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Packers have a lead, 21 to nothing, but the Giants are threatening with a third and one coming up at the Packers' six-yard line. Phil King uh, is an exceptionally big guy for, for a halfback. He's just gone out of the game. He's 6'4", weighs 225 pounds, and he's one of those fellows that the Giants hope and fully expect that someday he's going to develop into a, a real fine halfback, and he, he showed them plenty of steam as he, as he took that ball and almost got away. The Giants are ready. Third and one at the six. Snap of the ball, and it is Webster coming up straight ahead, and he may or may not have the first down. Well, I noticed that uh, Jolly Connerly is wearing his sneaks. He's the only one of the Giants, and I guess he figured that he could uh, he could do it better with the sneaks on, and he is wearing them out there now. I may have called the last ball carrier as Alex Webster. I think I did. It was Joel Wells, and he is now replaced by Gators. They did not make the first down. It is still fourth and one at the six. The rookie Gators is in the backfield, along with Webster. Fourth and one at the six. Ball is snapped. Out to the outside comes Gators, looking for receiver throws, and he overthrows. Hits the hand of Holt in the end zone, and it falls behind him incomplete. Bob Gators swinging out to the right. Threw a pass and headed for Roach in the corner of the end zone on the right. He hit the left hand of Roach. The ball dropped mindlessly in the end zone as far as the are concerned. It's a touchback. First down, 10 Green Bay from the 20. That was a good call by uh, Charlie Connolly. They He did catch the, the, the package just a little bit by surprise on that. They didn't expect uh, Bob Gators to, to pass, and uh, Connolly had gotten free, but he threw just a little bit too high for him. Green Bay takes over from their own county as they push back the first real threat of the Giants today. Star hands off to the right. The Paul Horning to the 20, 25, to the 30, 35, 37-yard line. Paul Horning. Paul Horning off to the right, cut back beautifully, moves to the 36-yard line. A Giant has been taken up with about one minute left in the half. And this is going to require a timeout to be called for him. And Bart Starr is coming to the near sideline to confer with Vince Lombardi. And it is always, I think, uh, perhaps a little encouraging to pick out one player or another, particularly at this point in the game. But I am truly amazed by the performance of Paul Horning with a somewhat limited time that he has had to practice. He seems to be uh, the only back in there running from, from scrimmage that is having little or no trouble with uh, footing. And... He is wearing the, the cleated shoes, and as uh, we mentioned before the ball game started, the Giants had come out on the field for their three-game warm-up with sneaks on. 
The uh, Green Bay Packers had tried it earlier, be, uh, actually before they had come out for their official pregame warm-up, and uh, Vince Lombardi, the coach, said that he just didn't feel that uh, they were getting or, or would have any advantage at all by wearing the sneak, so they decided to go with the regular cleated football shoe. The Giants warmed up with the uh, sneaks, and uh, Coach Ali Sherman uh, undoubtedly made the same decisions as they're wearing the cleated shoes, too, with the exception of, of Charlie Connerly. And he's in there, and he, Charlie plays it pretty much the way he wants to uh, as far as his equipment's concerned. He's been in this league a long, long time, and every time you watch him play, you just uh, have to appreciate an, a, a master at work. One of the truly great defensive backs in professional football, Jimmy Patton, was shaken up on that last play in his seventh year from the University of Mississippi, and although on the speed, is leaving the game. He'll be replaced by a rookie back from Arnold, Alan Webb, 5'11 and 180. First down, Green Bay at their 37-yard line. Time is in. We're ready to go. Down to the right, McGee to the left. Tom Moore is in the backfield along with Horning. He is in there in place of Jimmy Taylor. Snap of the ball. Horning to the left side. Cuts to the 40, 45-yard line. Horning running beautifully behind fine offensive blocking. Moves for seven yards, and it will be a second down three at the Packer 44. The Packers immediately call a timeout to conserve the time remaining here in the first half. On a full 52 seconds. Score, Packers 21, Giants nothing. If you joined us late, the first touchdown of the game scored by Harmon. Six and one half yards after scoreless first quarter on the first play of the second period. A pass interception by Nitsky at the Giants 34 set up the second touchdown. A pass from Starr to Dowler of 13 yards. Hank Greminger intercepted a pass at the Giants 36-yard line. Mark Starr hit Ron Kramer with a 13-yard scoring pass. Forming converted after every TD, and it's 21-0 right now, and we're ready to go. Second down, about three. Green Bay at their own 44, moving right to left. Dowler to the right. Kramer tight left end. McGee outside him. He's split left. Giants with a five-man line right now on second down three. Star hands off to Tom Moore off the right side. He fights his way to about the 48-yard line. He might have a first down. Pat Savage and Sam Huff make the stop. Forward progress near the 48. We'll watch the referee, George Rennick. First down is indicated. Green Bay, first down as the clock is running. And into the game for the Packers goes Ken Iman, number 53, a second-year player from Southeast Missouri. He goes onto the field, and he is coming immediately out. Ray, the, the, the Packers just uh, at this point give an indication of how they feel about this ball game, although they have a 21 uh, to nothing lead. Uh, they certainly aren't putting that away. They could have, I suppose, as a matter of fact, they, they could have had just 26 seconds left in the first half. They could have run out the clock, but they decided on calling timeout and perhaps going for that big one to get in at uh, halftime here with uh, maybe 28 points if they possibly could. The Giants have other ideas, and time is brought back in, so back to Ray Scott. Tom Moore, for those of you who have not followed the Packers this year, 
is in his second year. They're back in there now in place of Jim Taylor, and Tom played at Vanderbilt. Second, rather, first down, Green Bay at their own 48. To the right, Dowler, to the left, McGee. Star, crouched under center, calls the Green Bay signals, and fades back to pass. He is looking, he is throwing for Kramer, and he has it at the 35-yard line, 30-yard line, 25, 20, 25, 20. The clock is running. The Packers may not have time for another play. They're hurriedly lining up. The Giants are trying desperately to get onside with seconds left. First down, quick pass, penalty flag is dropped. The scoreboard clock shows two seconds remaining in the half. The Packers are trying to line up. The Giants were trying to line up. A timeout is right now in effect because the penalty flag was dropped, and apparently there are seconds remaining, and Green Bay, with a five-yard penalty now being assessed against the New York Giants for offside, will have a chance at a field goal. Horning will attempt it. Star will hold. Angle to the right from the Giants, 17. We're just about ready. A lot of confusion there for a moment. Star's in holding position. Horning's ready. Ball is snapped, the ball is down, the kick is in the air. It's good. That's the end of the first half. With the score, the Green Bay Packers, 24. The New York Giants, nothing. Well, both of the teams have come back on the, on the field, and... Uh, we're, we're uh, getting ready with these with these fans about to, to leave the field, so we'll be set to go with a second-hand kickoff in just a moment. While we have a minute here, let's see how well you know your football. You've heard of some long passes, but do you know who threw the shortest touchdown pass of them all? Think hard, and while you're thinking... Why don't you settle back and have a Here's the answer, Eddie LeBaron. Last year with the Dallas Cowboys, he threw a touchdown pass from the two-inch line. Sometimes the little ones count in a big way. Now here's another one for you. What's the filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste? That's easy. Marlboro. Interesting uh, statistics, a couple of them on the first half action here. Uh, the Green Bay Packers recorded seven first downs to one for the New York Giants in rushing in passing. The Packers have five, and the New York Giants have two. Yards gained rushing at net, 101 for the Packers, and four for the Giants. And yards gained passing net, 106 yards for the Packers, and 45 for the Giants. So we've seen a great effort in the first half of this ballgame 
by the Green Bay Packers. They were up, they were ready, and I can assure you, too, that the New York Giants were just as ready and just as up. The uh, Packers have capitalized on a couple of pass interceptions. The line play has been just uh, just about all you could ask for from any team, defensively especially, from this uh, Packer defensive unit. So we pause 10 seconds for station identification. Well, as the teams get ready for this uh, second half action, let's go over for the second half starting lineup and Ray Scott. Thank you again, Jim. The roar of the crowd for the Packers as they take their position. The last band entertaining here at halftime is still on the field, although down at the goal line to the left. The Packers have taken their position as they are about to receive their first kickoff of the day because they kicked off at the start of the game and leading by 24 to nothing, of course, the Giants have not kicked off yet today. The deep end to receive for Green Bay, as they have been most of the year, will be Tom Moore and Herb Adderley. Tom from Vanderbilt, his second year. Adderley, a first-year player from Michigan State. The Giants are getting set to kick off, and the band is leaving the field. We uh, almost had three teams here, Jim, including the band. I tell you, the band had a halftime activity, and they weren't going to quit till they were finished with it. That's all the right to it. <laughs> Kicking off will be Pat. Summerall, the veteran place kicker for the Giants. He, of course, played at Arkansas. Referee George Rennix is still holding up play because, oh, I'd say 15 or 20 of the bandsmen are at the goal line to our left and behind the New York Giants. And again, the sun is shining. Although, don't get me wrong, there's no heat wave in Green Bay. All things considered, it's just about as much as we could hope for. We're ready to go. Summerall comes to the ball. His kick is high and fairly short. It will land at the 20, be picked up and taken to the 25, 30, 35, and down falls Ray Nitsky. I do believe. That's right, Ray Nitsky, who played some fullback in his football career, although known in professional football as a linebacker, takes the short kickoff, moves it to the Packers 36-yard line. We're trying to cut he falls down. The Packers have the ball from their own 36, moving right to left, and this second half is underway. And Jim Patton, we are happy to tell you, is in there defensively for New York. He was shaken up in the first half. Jim Taylor is at fullback, pointing at a halfback. Star of the quarter. Dowler to the right, McGee to the left. Long count by Bart. And off to the left comes Horning. He cuts and comes for about three to the 38. Greer, Scott, Rosie Greer, Tom Scott came up to make the stop. Gain on the play. As the ball is spotted, just one yard to the 37. And it's second down nine. The Giants with Cat Cabbage, Mozalewski, Greer, and Robustelli up front. Livingston, Huff, and Scott, the linebackers. Barnes, Morrison, Patton, and Lynch are the deep men. Second down nine, Starr has the Packers ready. Snap of the ball. 
Bart Starr off to the left after a fake is going to run. He's at the 35, 40, 45, flag down. Giant 41-yard line, fumbles. The ball is loose, picked up by the Giants' Jimmy Patton. Swings to his left to the Giant 40, goes to the 45. I remind you, a penalty flag was dropped, and down goes Patton at the 42-yard line. Barnes made the tackle on Starr. A penalty marker was dropped as the ball was snapped. It was against Green Bay, declined, of course, by the Giants, and here is the first break of the game, I do believe, Jim, that we could say has gone to the Giants. That's right. The Giants, on that play, took a page out of the Packer book in the first half and put the the rush on Bart Starvin. He, he ducked under him and took off. We have a bit of confusion because some members of the Packer offense are not leaving the field, they're coming back on the field. And the ball is picked up by the referee and is being placed now at the giant 47-yard line. The Packers' offensive unit is going back on the field. And apparently one of the officials had blown the ball dead. Jim, that's all I can figure at this moment because at the giant 47 is where Star hit the ground. That I remember. There seems to be no question about it now that one of the officials had indicated to the Giants that it was their ball, but another one had uh, blown it dead up there on the on the 47-48 yard line, before the 47-yard line. So um, as confusion reigns here for just a moment, it's going to be squared away, and it's going to be the Green Bay Packers ball. There's no question about that, and you can bet that the New York Giants are mighty unhappy about it. Kyle wrote, the offensive captain of the Giants is having a discussion down there as to what did happen. I see now that the linesmen, now not the headlinesmen, but the linesmen are now moving as if the ball is going to be placed somewhere around the Packer 41-yard line. And all I guarantee you right now is confusion. I admit to being confused. And the ball now, instead of being at the giant 47, is being taken back to near the Packer 40, now the 35-yard line, illegal procedure against Green Bay has been indicated by one of the officials. But Andy Robistelli of the Giants, one of their captains, isn't satisfied. He's now asking for further explanation from the officials. I'll assure you that 36 players and coaches on each squad are... A little bit confused at this time here, but the officiating in the National Football League is is, is truly outstanding, and it's it's squared away right now. And it is Green Bay's ball. There's no question about that. Right? It's their ball. They've lost five yards on an illegal procedure penalty, and it's first and 15 Packers from their 35-yard line. The play was dead. In other words, when the ball was snapped, nothing counted after that the way it turns out. So we're set to go. Bart Starr calls signals from the Packer 35. Gives to Hall running. Cuts off to his right. Cuts in at the 35, 40, 45-yard line. Hall Horning. Hit down finally by Sam Huff and Erich Barnes. Gain on the play, 10 yards. Second down, 5. Green Bay from the 45. And again, great blocking by the Green Bay offensive line. Sprung Horning loose at the line of scrimmage as he's made his cut back toward the middle. Second and five, Green Bay from the 45. Second half just underway, Packers leading 24-0. McGee to the left, Dowler to the right, Ron Kramer a tight left end. Giants dig in, Packers are ready. 
Long count by Starr. Snap of the ball. Straight ahead. Taylor runs into Huff. Game on the play. Yard and a half. Huff hit him high. Sent him back. Forward progress. A gain of one at most. It'll bring up third down and a long four. Packers ball there, 46. And a key third down play comes up. No scoring here in the second half. Green Bay leading by 24-0. And we have a slight lull in the activities now as Jimmy Ringo came to one of the officials to ask a question, but we're quickly set to go. The Packers lead on three first-half touchdowns, two on passes by Starr, one on a run by Horning, and a field goal by Horning on the last play of the half. They lead 24-0. Dowler to the right as the Packers come out of the huddle. McGee to the left. Third down and a long four. Green Bay from their own 46. Snap of the ball. Star falls down, gets up, throws quickly, and it's off target by a good margin. Bart that time, trying to backpedal and pass, fell down. Got up, but his pass intended for McGee. A quickie out on the left flat was far short of its target. It is incomplete, and the Packers will apparently be forced to punt. This will be, to my best uh, recollection, Jim, just the second punt of the game by Green Bay. That's right, and uh, Star incidentally is getting fine protection and has uh, the entire afternoon to this point. Wells and Morrison are deep for the anticipated punt by Boyd Dowler. The pass from center. The kick is partially blocked. It is going to land at the giant 45, rolls to the 40. It is picked up by one of the giant linemen, Ray. Uh, it is tumbled now, and one of the Packers tried to go for the ball, but the Giants wind up with it near their own 40. That was Larry Hayes, a rookie from Vanderbilt, who picked up that partially blocked punt, but it went beyond the line of scrimmage. Hayes picked it up, fumbled, recovered by the Giants. New York has the ball, their own 41-yard line. It's amazing how things even out. It was near their own 41 a moment ago that the Giants apparently had the ball, although they did not. Connerly at quarterback wearing sneakers. Back to Connerly. He fades the pass. He throws out on the left flat to Webster. Spins away from one man, but he's submerged at the 35-yard line. A quick pass in the left flat. As Connerly first picked the handoff, threw out to the left, trying to take advantage of the tremendous defensive charge in Green Bay and set up some sort of a screen pass. There is a loss of the play of five yards, second down, 15. Giants moving left to right from their own 35. Third quarter has about 10 minutes left. Packers lead 24-0. Roach to the right. Schoster to the left. Fading the pass. Connerly. He gives to Webster, and down he goes on a draw play. Lost four yards. A tremendous defensive charge led by Dave Hatter, the veteran tackle from Arkansas for the Packers. Lost on the play. Four yards. It'll be third and 20. So this time, instead of the screen... Connerly tried to take advantage of that defensive charge and set up the draw play, but Hanner was waiting. Third and 20, the Giants from their own 30 and a half. To the right, Roach. To the left, Schaffner. Snap of the ball, Connerly fades the pass. Has time, he's throwing over the middle, and it is Walton with the ball, and he catches it at midfield. He's hit down almost immediately. He may be short of a first down. The ball will be spotted. Right on the 50, it will be fourth and about one. 
score, Packers 24, Giants nothing. Time left in the third period, a little better than nine minutes. A new unit comes in, led by Don Chandler, the punter. The Packers are dropping back Willie Wood and Lou Carpenter, if indeed it is to be a punt. Third quarter still has nine minutes left unofficially. Chandler is in punt formation. Morrison is in front of him, blocking for him by about eight yards. Pass from center. And it is a punt. And it's a beauty to the left corner. It will land at the 15 and go out of bounds. Deep in Packer territory at around the 14 or 15-yard line, the Packers will have the ball on a 24 to nothing lead. And it will be Starr, Taylor, Horning, Dowler, McGee, Ron Kramer, Bob Skaronsky, Norm Masters, Forrest Gregg, Fuzzy Thurston, and Jim Ringo for Green Bay, the offensive unit. The Giants will have Katkavage, Mozaleski, Greer, Robiskelly, Livingston, Huffman, Scott, the linebackers, Barnes, Morrison, Patton, and Lynch, the four deep men. First down Packers from their 14 and a half, moving right to left. Snap, off to the left side comes Taylor, and he is down for a loss of about a half yard, trying to slant out to the left. Tom Scott, the right linebacker of the Giants from Virginia, made the defensive play. Apparently, at, uh, at, at halftime, the defensive coach of the Giants uh, must have felt that uh, the linebackers especially were committing themselves too quickly in that uh, first half, and they seem so far in the third period here to be waiting just a fraction of a second longer before committing themselves. It winds up no gain, and second down, ten. To the left, McGee. To the right, Fowler, with about eight minutes left in the third quarter, and the Packers leading the Giants 24-0. Star fades to pass. He throws out to the right, intended for Horning. It is short and incomplete. A tremendous rush that time put on by Rosie Greer and Jim Katkavich. Forced Star to throw before he planned. It is incomplete, and Tom Moore comes into the Packer backfield. He'll replace Jimmy Taylor. It'll be third and ten, the Packers. The hand is for Jimmy Taylor, who has performed so well for Green Bay throughout the entire season. Packers, third and ten play coming up deep in their own territory. McGee will be splitting about six, seven yards of left end. Dollar, wide flanker to the right side. Star gives to Paul Horning. He goes out to the right. He's going to make his stop. He comes to the 20, and that's all. About five yards for Horning, and it'll be fourth and five as Erich Barnes, the former Purdue player, made the main defensive move for New York. And in goes the kicking team. Now, the last time the Packers punted, Boyd Dowler's punt was partially blocked. He is in there again to punt. We believe that Bob Sims, who played at Rutgers, is responsible for partially blocking the last punt. Dowler will be kicking from the five. Pass to center. Big rush for the Giants. This kicks away. It's tremendous. It is going to drive Morrison back over his hand. He drops the ball. He is going for it at the 22-yard line. It's loose. Everybody's fighting.
Greg recovered that punt as Joe Morrison, going backwards, saw the ball roll off his fingertips. Joe Wells tried to go for it. A 60-yard punt winds up being fumbled by New York, recovered by the Packers' Forrest Gregg. And so the Packers now have come up with two pass interceptions and now the recovery of a fumble. First down, Green Bay at the giant 22-yard line, far side of the field at the inbounds marker. Starr asks the crowd to be quiet. Tom Moore straight ahead finds a big hole, fights to the 20 to the 15-yard line. Hit down by Sam Huff. A quick opener behind blocking for the right side of the Packer line. Ringo, Masters, and Greg. Forward progress. 16-yard line. Gain of six. Second down, four. About six minutes left in the third period. The Packers leading 24 to nothing. There has been no scoring in the third quarter. Dowler goes to the right as the Packers break huddle. Tom Moore and Paul Horning lining up behind Star. Max McGee is to the left. Ball is snapped. It is Paul Horning going straight ahead. Fumble at the 15-yard line. Horning fumbled as he was hit. After a gain of about one, players on pile. Let's see who's on the ball. Packers apparently recovered. The ball will be spotted just nose of the ball over the 15. Norm Masters, I believe, fell on it. Gain of one. Third down, three. A little over five minutes left in the third period. Robuscelli that time and Greer forced the fumble with their hard tackle of warning. Third and three at the Giant 15. Bart looks over the Giant defense. Snap of the ball. Takes on a run off to the right, throws instead, and it is batted down and almost intercepted by Barnes at the five-yard line. That time, Starr wanted to hit Horning, but his pass was off target, and Barnes grabbed the ball and threw it to the ground disgustedly because he was unable to hold on to the ball with a, an apparent uh, sure interception within his grasp, and so the field goal kicking under his own field. You and Barnes really hates himself on that one, Ray. Oh, boy. Fourth down and three, and Starr will hold for Horning's apparent attempt at a field goal at the giant 22. The ball will be placed. Ball is snapped, down, kick is in the air. It's good. There's timeout on the field with the score. The Green Bay Packers, 27. The New York Giants, nothing. Hey, wait a minute. I thought it was filter flavor flip-top box. No, that's the old song. Now Marlboro comes in a king-size soft pack, too, so they change the words. Oh. You same cigarette? Same good Marlboro flavor, both ways. Some people like the soft pack, some like the box, so we give them a choice. Hmm. Fits right into the song, too, doesn't it? 
was run into after signaling for a fair catch and making the catch. First down, the Packers at the giant 43-yard line after the penalty is measured off. Bart Starr, Paul Horning, Tom Moore, Boyd Dowler, the flanker to the right, McGee's foot left, Ron Kramer, tight left end. Star fades the pass, goes to the right to Dowler, has it at the 40, to the 40, 35, out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. Barnes made the tackle, a quick pass as Dowler went about five yards with a stationary target, Star hitting perfectly. Gain on the play is to the giant 32-yard line of 11 yards and a Packer first down. Late in the third period, just under four minutes remaining, Packers leading by 27-0. The ball is at the inbounds marker on the far side of the field. The shadows begin to creep across City Stadium here at Green Bay, covering about perhaps a third of the field right now. Only Dowler is out wide. He's to the right side. Tom, uh, rather, Paul Horning straight ahead to about the 26-yard line. Andy Robustelli was the first to meet Horning. Blocking led by Skaronsky, Thurston. Gain on the play, about six yards. Second and a long four at the giant 26-yard line. Out of the huddle come the Packers, and out to the right goes Dowler to the far sideline. On the open field side, split wide by about 10 yards, is Max McGee. Star fades the pass. Has good protection. He's throwing for Dowler. He has it at the giant 13-yard line. Barnes shoved him out of bounds. Dowler that time took that pass, and Jim, he couldn't have been more than inches inside that sideline. He was just in there, and uh, here is Barnes, of course, figured he was out, but uh, the official was right on it, right along the sideline there. As he caught the ball, he did have it inbounds, definitely, and then stepped out after he had clear possession of the ball. The Packer drive continues on a first down at the Giant 13 and a half. Again to the right, Dowler to the left, McGee. Horning and Tom Moore behind the quarterback star. Snap of the ball. Off to the left is Horning looking for receivers. Still looking. He's throwing for McGee. And it is just off his hand in the end zone in the left corner. That time, Horning threw with somebody grasping at his leg, and he had an awful lot of time here. Paul Horning is... Uh Playing one of his better games, although he's, he's, he's played a lot of great ones over the years here in uh, Green Bay. And incidentally, his mother is uh, sitting right below us here. And you know that she's mighty proud of her son this afternoon, as I'm sure she's had many afternoons in college and as a professional football player to have a great deal of pride in him. Tom Moore comes out. Jim Taylor goes in. Second down, 10 Green Bay at the Giant 14. So it's Horning and Taylor now behind Bart Starr. Starr fades to pass. Has good protection. Being rushed from the one side, he throws now for Ron Kramer. Touchdown! Ron Kramer in the left corner. Got behind the defensive back. Starr hitting beautifully. Ron Kramer has his second touchdown. As he went down and out to his left to the corner of the end zone. Star has fired his third touchdown.
touchdown pass is second to Kramer. Horning will try to make it 34. Ball is down, it's kicked, the penalty flag is dropped. Referee Rennix is waiting, it's good, the penalty was against the Giants. There's timeout on the field with the score now. The Green Bay Packers, 34. The New York Giants, nothing. If you know your pro football, you'll probably know the answer to this. Can you name the famous lineman who's now a big name in Major League Baseball? Be careful now. This question can fool you. While you're thinking of the answer... Why don't you settle back and have a phone with a who was that lineman? Cal Hubbard. Today, he's the chief umpire of the American League, but from 1927 to 1936, he was an all-pro tackle with the Packers and the Giants. Now, here's another one. What's the filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste? You guessed it. Marlboro. You get a well, Jim, so far in this game, there's just no doubt about it. It's been the Packers' day, and uh, they just can't seem to do anything wrong. The team effort is the desire of every coach and every football player and every football fan, too, and we're seeing it here. Uh, 11 men, or 22 men, defensively and offensively for the Green Bay Packers this afternoon. Ben Agajanian kicks. Joel Wells takes it at the 10, comes to the 15, 20, swings to the left, 25, to the 30, to the 35, 34-yard line, and there he's down. Elijah Pitts, Willie Wood are there to make the play. The Giants ball, first down at their 34-yard line. If you join the late, we will tell you that the Giants threatened once in the first half, and on fourth and goal from the Packers' six, a pass fell incomplete. That's been their biggest threat. Y.A. Tittle is back in at quarterback. Behind him are Phil King and Bob Gators. And Tittle asks the crowd to be quiet. The referee joins him. The fans in Green Bay today, and uh, I guess we should add the praise that Jim, understandably so, have so far had an awful lot to cheer about. Certainly have. People often wonder why a quarterback will do that, ask the fans to be quiet, and you've heard of audibles, and perhaps you wondered what that meant. He changes occasionally the offensive play when he comes up and looks over the defense. We're ready to go now. Wyatt Tittle looks over the defense. Giant ball there, 34, moving left to right, late third quarter. Packers lead, 34 nothing. Tittle fades, throws to Kyle Road in the right flat. He fumbles, and the ball is recovered. First by a Packer, then a Giant is on it, and it's a Giant's ball at their own 48. Joe Walton winds up with the ball. The pass was two rows, ruled complete. When tackled, fumbled. One of the Packers, Tom Bettis, was on the ball. He stood off. Joe Walton was down in the spot. Giant ball. Fine effort by uh, Joe Walton. Incidentally, he was about 10 yards away, but he just never gave up that he had a chance to get that ball, and he dove on it. It's a giant first down at the giant 48. 
to the right route to the left Schaffner and fading the pass Y.A. Tittle. He throws and it is complete to Schaffner. He's at the Packers 40. He's at the 32-yard line. And down he goes at the 34-yard line. Dell Schaffner is hit by Tittle. And the Giants are on the move. Willie Wood makes the tackle. First down, New York. Forward progress ruled the Packer 32-yard line. About a minute left in the third period. Giants desperately trying to get in there for a score. They trail 34-0 with just about a minute unofficially left in the third quarter. Y.A. Tittle back at the helm as he was at the start of the game. Schaffner splits to the left side. Kyle Rowe flanks right. Now they go into a spread formation strong to the left. Tittle fades, tries to hand off, falls down at the 39-yard line. Tittle that time faking a handoff to the only back who had lined up behind him, that was Bob Gators, fell down. Boss on a play from the 32 to the 39 of seven yards, second down 17, and only seconds remaining, according to the scoreboard clock, in the third period. Bart Starr has thrown three touchdown passes. Corning has run for another. Corning has kicked two field goals and has converted successfully after every six-pointer. The Giants break huddle on second and 17 from the Packer 39. The Giants moving left to right and looking into the sun. Schaffner to the left and rope to the right. Tittle throws quickly to Schaffner. He catches it, gets away from one man, and he is going to be hit down at the 31-yard line by Willie Wood. A quick pass, Tittle to Schaffner, running a slant in from his split left-hand position. Gain on the play to the 31-yard line of eight yards, third down and nine. And we may not have time for another play in this period. There's the gun. That's the end of the third quarter with the score. The Green Bay Packers 34, the New York Giants nothing. The third quarter has been brought to you by Marlboro. The filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste. Why don't you settle back with a Marlboro? You know, it takes mighty good makings to give you unfiltered taste in a filter cigarette. And that's what you get in the famous Marlboro recipe. Plenty rich, plenty mild, with the pure white select trait filter. So relax, settle back with a Marlboro. You get a lot to like. Filter, flavor, pack, or box. Marlboro. The fourth quarter is brought to you by Ford, maker of the Galaxy. The Ford Galaxy can outperform the most expensive American luxury cars and does it in a whisper. Why not see the elegant 62 Galaxy now? See for yourself what Galaxy can do with the brand new high-performance Thunderbird engine. And see for yourself how Galaxy can save you the time and trouble of frequent car servicing. Your Galaxy will require servicing only twice a year or every 6,000 miles. See the elegant 62 Galaxy now at your ordeal. We pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is WGY Schenectady. Wisconsin, along with Jim Leeming, Ray Scott on hand, giant ball, third and nine at the Packer 31, and Tittle fades the pass, he's throwing out in the right flat, it is incomplete, it was overthrown at the 15-yard line, intended receiver Kyle Roach, it fell incomplete, it will be fourth down and nine, Y.A. Tittle at quarter, 
Bill King and Bob Gators in running back position most of the time. Although the Giants have gone into what I have referred to, Jim, uh, for want of a better phrase, quite frankly, as a spread formation, which sees only the one running back in position actually to take a handoff from the quarterback as they have moved either strong right or strong left, moving the other back out as an actual inside flanker. Fourth down, nine, giant ball. Out to the right, Roach to the left, Schaffner. Now it is Walton splitting out more to the right. They're in the spread, strong to the right, Tittle fades to pass. He is a little bit of time, but not how he goes at the 40-yard line. Willie Davis, Dave Hanner, Bill Quinlan, Y.A. Tittle that time, in all honesty, just never had a chance. It appeared for a second that he was going to get that pass away, but right about then, Hanner was the first to meet him, and down he went, and this Packer defensive unit has given the ball over to the offense. Green Bay ball, first down at their 40, and the Packers' defense has been just tremendous so far, Jim. The Davis must get a big pat on the back from Coach Vince Lombardi after the ball game that he's played today defensively. Moore and Horning are behind Star. Moving left to right, it is Horning trying to go off the left side, and it's no gain. Horning, the second man through. Hit down by Tim Katkavich. Forward progress to 40, although Horning was eventually wrestled back about four yards by Jim Katkavich. No gain, second down 10. Early fourth quarter. From Green Bay, Wisconsin, the National Football League's championship game has seen the Packers so far play just about as sharp a game as you'd ever see anybody play anywhere. Star has the team set. Second and ten from Green Bay's 40. Pitch to the left to Tom Moore trying to go wide. Gets away from one man. Is wrestled down for a loss of 35 by two more. A loss of five at the 35, I should say. Dick Lynch first to meet him. Sam Huff helped pin him down. Tom Scott there as well. Loss of five, third and 15. In the second half, the Packers have scored 10 points. Jim Taylor goes into the game. He'll be in the Packer backfield. Tom Moore will come out. The clock showing a little better than 13 minutes left in the contest. The hand you hear in the background is for Tom Moore. Third and 15. Green Bay from their own 35. To the left, McGee. To the right, Dowler. And Star fades to pass. Straight back, right over the middle of Horning. He's at the 40, 45, 48. He'll be short of a first down by about a yard. A quick pass over the middle as Horning worked himself free. He is finally tackled by Joe Morrison and Sam Hunt. And getting up very slowly is going to be Sam Hupp. Horning tried to help him to his feet as it'll be fourth and about one. And anticipating a punt, Joe Morrison will be dropping back along with Joe Wells. And Dowler will punt from about the Green Bay 35-yard line with about 12 and a half minutes left in the game. Pass from center. The kick is away. It's end over end. Fair catch at the Giant 20 by Joe Morrison. Giants will have the ball at the 21 as the ball is spotted. Let's see who the Giant quarterback will be. It'll be Y.A. Fiddle. 
Y. Tittle will be in the backfield as quarterback. Phil King will be at one position. We'll see if it's going to be Gators or Wells at the other. Alex Webster, who was hampered a bit by injuries several games ago, has not played very much today since early in the game. Snap of the ball, fading the pass is Tittle. He's looking, he's throwing deep for Schaffner, and Whittington intercepts. He is being wrestled all the way back to the Packer 20-yard line by Schaffner. Jess Whittington, matching Schaffner's stride for stride, took the ball away from him. Their third interception, Green Bay has the ball. And Jim... I think the folks would be interested in that little piece of paper that was just handed us. Well, the paid attendance here today, 39,029. This is a record Green Bay crowd. Actually, it's above the capacity of the stadium here because of the temporary seats which have been installed for this championship game. First down, Green Bay at their own 38-and-a-half-yard line. That's where the ball was spotted. That's where it was intercepted. Starr throws quickly to Dowler. He drops it in the right flat. Tempers flare for a moment as Barnes and Huck and Dowler had a difference of opinion. It is merely an incomplete pass. The officials immediately take over. It'll be second and ten, Green Bay, from their own 38-and-a-half-yard line. Early in the fourth quarter, Green Bay leading by a score of 34 to nothing. Ball at the inbounds marker, near side of the field. Out to the right, Dowler. To the left, McGee. Horning is in the backfield, along with Tom Moore. About a six-man giant line as Huff moves right into that line right now. Off to the left is Tom Moore, across the 40 to about the 42-yard line. He's hit up, upright by Huff and Morrison. Forward progress will be spotted. Let's see. The ball will be placed down at the 41-yard line. Let's call it again a three and third down seven. Ray, if you could boil this down to one word, I think that you could say the Packers had momentum today, and uh, the New York Giants just haven't been able to get on track to, with but a very few exceptions. We're ready to go. Third and seven. Snap of the ball, penalty flags are down all over the field. We'll watch the referee. I saw at least three markers down. The penalty is against New York, five yards. Ball placed down at the 46, offside indicated. It will be third and now about two instead of third and seven. Giants defensive unit, Cat Cavage, Mozalewski, Greer, Robustelli, Livingston, Huff, Scott, Barnes, Morrison, Patton, Lynch. Third down to Green Bay from their own 46. Fourth period, Packers lead 34-0. To the right, Dowler. Fairly tight left end, McGee. Ron Kramer, a tight right end. Star. Takes to the first man, gives to Horning. He goes to midfield to the guy at 47. Picking his way beautifully behind a tremendous offensive charge by that line led by Forrest Gregg this time. Gregg in front of the ball carrier. First down, Green Bay at the giant 47-yard line. 
Tom Moore comes out of the game for Green Bay. Into the game is Jimmy Taylor, and it's a draw play to Taylor. He's at the 45, 40, 35. He's at the 30, swings to the right, 25, 20. He hits Barnes and goes out of bounds at about the 13. A draw play to Jimmy Taylor. Jim went straight ahead, swung to the right, moved to the... 14-yard line, and Green Bay has another first down. Jim? On that play, uh, Ray, Jim uh, had a scarcity of blockers, but the couple that he had out ahead of him, he certainly used them well in gaining about uh, 10 or 15 extra yards with the use of this couple that he had out there with him. 32 yards for Taylor, first down Green Bay at the Giant 14. Star gets the Horning, he swings to his left. He is going to be down at the 20-yard line for a loss of six. As Andy Robustelli, playing defensive right end beautifully, turned the play in and helped make the tackle at the same time with Dave Ben from Cat Cabbage. Huff. Loss of six. Second down and now 16 Green Bay from the Giant 20 with about nine and a half minutes left in this championship game. And the Packers leading by 34 to nothing. Bart Starr directing a beautifully diversified Green Bay attack has used just about every weapon in the arsenal created by Vince Lombardi and his staff to score today. To the left, McGee to the right, Dowler on second down, 16 at the Giant, 20. And Starr fades the pass, throws out to the right to Horning behind blockers. He cuts at the 20, goes to the 15, drives to the 12. A quick flip in the right flat behind a screen of blockers of Dowler, Masters, Ron Kramer, making the tackle, Dick Mozaleski. Gain on the play, eight yards. It will be third and a long seven at the Giant 12. Perhaps eight would be closer to correct. Starr allowed the rush, flipped the horning, Gain to the seven. Star fades the pass as time looks. He's throwing for the corner for Kramer. It is incomplete at the goal line. Joe Morrison defending in the left corner. It will be fourth down. The kicking unit comes in. Horning has been successful today from the 17 yard line and from the 22 yard line with field goal attempts. He is two for two. The ball will be placed down, I believe I said at the 7, I beg your pardon. It was at the 12-yard line that play started, but it is fourth down and about 8. And Starr will be in holding position from about the giant between the 19 and 20-yard line, an angle off to the right. Ball is snapped, down, kick in the air. It's good. There's timeout on the field with the score. The Green Bay Packers, 37. The New York Giants, nothing.
The galaxy will go 30,000 miles between major lubrications, 6,000 miles between oil changes and minor lubrications. Now, at your four dealers. City Stadium, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the scene of action, ladies and gentlemen, along with Jim Leeming, Ray Scott on hand, with about eight minutes left in this championship game. And the Green Bay Packers leading by a score of 37 to nothing, and Ben Agajanian preparing to kick off. Well, we've, we've had a, a cold day, but actually it's turned into a very beautiful day, with a few exceptions. The sun has been bright and shining. Agajanian's kick is fairly high. And at the six-yard line is taken by Gators to the 15, to the 20, tries to go to the right, and is submerged at the 26-yard line. First year back, Bob Gators of New Mexico State, one of a host of first-year players who have made good in the National Football League. Bob Gators, 5'11", 215, played in New Mexico State. The Giants will go with Y.A. Tittle at quarterback. From their own 26-yard line, inbounds marker, far side of the field. Y.A. Tittle has Webster back in the backfield now. First we've seen him in a long while. Fumble, ball is picked up and followed on by a giant at the 22-yard line, Bob Gators. A fumble on the snapback. Loss on the play to the 22 as Bob Gators alertly fell on the loose football. Loss of four, second down, 14. And in from the giant bench across the way comes Phil King. Del Schaffner is the left end. Joe Walton, the tight right end. King is going to replace Webster. Phil King from Vanderbilt, 6'4", 225. To the left, Schaffner. To the right, Roach. Second and 14, giant from their 22. Tittle fades to pass. Gives ground, throws over the middle. It is complete to Schaffner, tackled immediately by Jess Whittington at the giant 36-yard line. First down, very close to a first down. Yes, now signaled first down at the giant 36. The clock is running with about seven minutes left in the game. The Packers lead by 37 to nothing. In what has so far been truly a team effort, Perhaps we should say a squad effort. Offense as well as defense. Tittle has the Giants set. Fades the pass. He's rushed. He throws out to the right flat. It is in and out of the hands of Roden incomplete. And Tittle that time was rushed unmercifully by Bill Quinlan and Ray Nitschke. Bill... Into the game goes the veteran, Tim Tunnell. He's going to replace John Simak. And the hand is for Simak. Veteran M. Tunnell playing against the team for whom he performed so well for so many years. 
It is second and ten. Kittle fakes the pass. Nope, he's going to hand off on a draw play instead to Bill King. Loss of two yards. Bill Quinlan had it spotted and made the tackle. Loss of two. It'll be third and 12. M. Fennell has played 14 years. This is his 14th year in the National Football League from the University of Iowa. And Jim, he is a great one. He's one of the old pros in the league. He and uh, Wyatt Tittle is in his 14th season, too. It is third and 12. It's a spread to the right. Tittle fading the pass. Throwing out to the right, intended for road. Intercepted by Grevinger, and he drops the ball. He had it for an instant, and I do believe... Jim, that Kyle Rhodes looked directly into the sun's rays and never saw that football. The ball is not only the sun at that time, but the ball is very, very hard to hold on to out there today. And uh, the Giants, of course, have had more difficulty holding on to it than have the, the Green Bay Packers here today. Some of the players, I noticed uh, the linemen, the interior linemen, all wearing gloves. And on the defensive unit, quite a number of them are. It is fourth and 12, and Chandler is in the punt. Takes the pass from center. His punt is away. It is going to land at the Packer 37, and we will be allowed to roll free by Lou Carpenter and Willie Wood, and it will be blown dead at the Packer 25-yard line, where Green Bay will take over the ball. A first down at their own 25-yard line. And you know, one of the, Jim, one of the former Packer greats who wanted so very much to be here today who has stayed on in Green Bay since his playing days. I'm talking about Ted Fritch, who coaches in Green Bay's Premontree High School. They tell me he had to be restrained by the doctor. He was seriously ill, but the doctor had to actually force him to stay home, and I know how much he wanted to be here today. First time Green Bay star pitches to Tom Moore, comes to the outside to the right, cuts behind a good block and is nailed at the 31-yard line. Quick pitch to Tom Moore behind a block by Ken Iman, who was in the game in the offensive line for Green Bay. Tackled by Barnes. Ron Kramer is being replaced. Paul Horning comes out. Listen to the ovation for Horning. Thousands of people here got on their feet to give an ovation to Paul Horning as it's Green Bay second and four from their 31, leading 37 to nothing over the Giants late in the ball game. Elijah Pitts is in the backfield, and it's Tom Moore straight ahead to the 35, spins to the 40 to the 42-yard line. First down, Green Bay has Tom Moore finding daylight actually twisted away from one tackler to give him an additional five yards. Out of the game comes Max McGee with about four minutes left in the contest. Ron Kramer, Max McGee, Paul Horning have all departed to tremendous ovations of this obviously partisan crowd in Green Bay. First down of the Packer 42, moving left to right late in the ball game. Lou Carpenter is in. Elijah Pitts off the left side will sprint to about the 44, and that's all. 
Evidently, Ray, uh, Coach uh, Vince Lombardi in the closing minutes here, trying to get as many into the game as he can, and of course, get the ovation for the great stars of the Packers for this season. Boyd Dowler has just left to a great ovation and has been replaced by Lee Fulkins, a first-year player from the University of Washington. Gain of the play of a yard, second down, nine. Getting ready to go into the game at quarterback is Johnny Roach, a former SMU star. Second and nine, Green Bay from their own 43. Long count by Star. Fades as if the pass. Hands off the pitch. Off the left side, he fights to the 46. It'll bring up and into the game goes Roach. Out of the game, Bart Star. Close the door of the new Fairlane 500 and listen. It's the new sound of quality. Quality that's part of the totally new Fairlane 500 by Ford. Right. The Fairlane 500 right side. Right side. Right between the galaxy and Falcon, the Fairlane Zoo, the 62, the car that just right for just about everybody, just about everybody, right, the new Ford Fairlane 500, right between Galaxy and Falcon, right size, a foot shorter on the outside, big car room on the inside, right price, price below many compacts. The car that's just right for just about everybody. Test the quality yourself. Close the door of the new Fairlane 500. At your Ford dealers now. Elijah Pitts just swung out to the right and lost a couple of yards for Green Bay. And on fourth down coming up, Boyd Dowler is in the punt. The Giants are going to drop back Joel Wells and Joe Morrison in twin safety. And I see uh, right now, Ray, the, both the benches are being given the, the two-minute warning. And in order to, or to be able to, to pick out the outstanding player, as far as the Packers were concerned today, would be a most difficult job. Bart Starr was just tremendous in every phase of quarterbacking this fine team. Of course, Paul Horning with the 19 points that he scored here today. Uh, have to make him one of the big ones, too. But never forget those fellows up on the line who did such a, such a marvelous job all afternoon, defensively, offensively, the defensive backfield. And I guess, as you said a short time ago, this would have to be a squad uh, applause, I, I, I'm guessing, right now. You're so right, Jim, and a tremendous tribute not only to the Packer coaching staff, but the Packer fans who have supported this game so very well. Boyd Dowler is in the punt. Wells and Morrison back to receive. The punt's away. A tremendous boot is going to land at the giant five. Rolled dead at around the nine-yard line, where it'll be grabbed by Herb Adderley. Another tremendous punt by Boyd Dowler is down by first-year back Herb Adderley. There's timeout on the field with a score of the Packers 37, the Giants nothing. Now here's a commercial with a twist, the Falcon Twitch. 
you're going to get a new falcon. A 62 falcon. Everybody loves falcon. So listen now. Pick me up in your falcon. I'll be ready at eight. I'll be there with my falcon. We'll have a wonderful ride. And I'll be right at your side. Economical falcon. Cost so little to run. With the money we save with a falcon. We can sure have a barrel of fun. Everybody loves falcon. Lots of reason to vote. Cause you get more, more, more from a falcon. The car America loves the most. It's America's favorite. So economical. Let's fight from that car. Go to your Ford dealer. You'll be welcome, Malcolm. The Jets are coming up now to about a third and about nine situation as Wyatt Tittle just misses on a pass out on the left flat on a down-and-out pattern to left-hand Del Schottner, who had such a great season with the Giants. And you know... So many times, Jim, it seems to me, with only seconds remaining here in this championship game, that when a game does end, as it seems to uh, about to end, with the Packers leading by a rather decisive score, we're inclined to forget the great job done by the Panthers team during the regular season, and there's no doubt about it, as the Giants now go into their version of the shotgun. Tittle is back in the short front formation. He's going to pass them near the goal line to the right flat. It is intercepted by Herb Adderley at the 30. He goes to the Giants 25, swings to the 20. He's going to try and turn the corner. He does. He goes to the 15-yard line. Herb Adderley comes up with the Packers' fourth pass interception of the game. Why a Tittle passing out of Jim what I would call the giant version of the highly publicized San Francisco 49er shotgun offense finds Herb Adderley, the rookie from Michigan State, intercepting. And my goodness, what a ball-hawking job this Packer defense has done today. They certainly have. As a matter of fact, on that play, one more block and Herb Adderley might have been gone all the way. First down, Johnny Roach at quarterback. Tom Moore at left half. Roach trying to sneak straight ahead. Luke Carpenter's in the backfield. Time just running out. Packers content to hold on to the ball. The crowd time counts off the seconds. New Year's Eve in Green Bay, Wisconsin is going to be something. No more time remains. There's the gun. That's the end of the game with the final score. The Green Bay Packers 37. The New York Giants nothing. We'll be back in a moment with the final wrap-up of today's game. Fans, how long has it been since you've driven a Ford? Today there are four classes of cars, and only Ford has all four. First, there's the Compact Falcon, America's lowest price six-passenger car. Over one million proud owners prove it's still America's most popular compact car. Next, the Ford Fairlane. Available with Ford's famous V8 power. It's in a class by itself, right between the compacts and the big cars, with the best features of both. Big car room, ride, and performance. Compare savings and maneuverability. And the price tag below many compacts. 
The third, or full-size class, is the elegant Galaxy with its optional super-high-performance Thunderbird engine. Galaxy will outperform America's most expensive cars, yet requires servicing only twice a year or every 6,000 miles. Fourth, for the people who want the very finest, the Thunderbird. Now in four outstanding models. How long has it been since you've driven a Ford? Whatever you're looking for in a car, look to the long Ford line at your Ford dealer. Right, Jim Leaming, realizing that many of you did not have a chance to follow this game from its inception, we'll do our very best to pick out very quickly the highlights of this game. We tell you first, this is the fifth shutout ever recorded in a championship game. The last time it was turned in, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Chicago Cardinals in 1948 by 7 to nothing, and the following year shut out the Los Angeles Rams 14 to nothing. And until today, that's the last time it was performed in championship play. And as it turns out, and I guess perhaps, Jim, it might be a, a justice of some sort, it is turned in the shutout by of the second quarter, climaxed an 80-yard drive, went in from six and a half yards out, converted it to seven to nothing. A pass interception in the second quarter by Ray Nitschke at the Giant 34, found Bart Starr several plays later, hitting Boyd Dowler with a 13-yard scoring pass. Corning's extra point made it 14 to nothing. Hank Greminger came up with a pass interception at the Giant 36 in the second quarter. From 14 yards out, Bart Starr, a few plays later, hit Ron Kramer, who was certainly most impressive today. He hit him with a touchdown pass. Horning's extra point made it 21 to nothing. And then Horning added a field goal on the final play of the first half to make it 24 to nothing as the only giant threat found a giant pass falling incomplete on fourth down from the Green Bay six-yard line. As it turned out, that was to be as close as the Giants were to get today. In the third period, with five minutes and five seconds left, Forrest Gregg, after recovered a fumble by the Giants, and with about five minutes left, Cole Horning added another field goal. This from 22 yards, it was 27 to nothing. Mark Starr found Ron Kramer with another scoring pass. This one of 14 yards with a couple of minutes left in the third period. That made it 33 to nothing, and Horning's extra point made it 34. The only scoring in the fourth quarter, Paul Horning's 19-yard field goal to finish the scoring by a score of 37 to nothing. Jim, that's about the way I would wrap up things this afternoon. There is one thing that I would like to say, though. I touched on it briefly a moment ago, and I mean this as we pay tribute to Ali Sherman of the New York Giants. So many times, the last sight of a particular athletic team is the one that you remember, and it's so easily to forget that the Giants had a truly great season with a team that was not rated of championship timber to come on and win the tough Eastern Division. And although the Packers won today by the shutout margin of 37 to nothing, we would be remiss if we didn't pass along credit for their tremendous regular season to Ali Sherman and his New York Giants. We wish to thank our spotters today, Bill Kelly, who spotted the New York Giants, Bob Hule, who spotted the Green Bay Packers. Our engineer today was Dan Hozak. Our producer was Johnny Earp. 
And we're speaking for both Jim Laney and yours truly, Ray Scott. Once again, the final score was Green Bay 37 and the New York Giants nothing. The first half of this game was brought to you by the Savings and Loan Foundation, which invites you to start the new year right by opening a savings account at your nearby insured savings and loan association. Remember, it pays to pay yourself first. You can do this by saving a little out of each paycheck at your nearby insured savings and loan association, where your savings are an excellent returns to help them grow. Join the 29 million smart Americans who now have savings accounts at Insured Savings and Loan Associations. The third quarter is brought to you by Marlboro, the filter cigarette with the unfiltered taste. Plenty rich, plenty mild. So why don't you settle back and enjoy a Marlboro? With this one, you get a lot to like. Filter, flavor, pack, or box. Marlboro. And the fourth quarter was brought to you by Ford, the only manufacturer to offer 6,000 mile or twice a year maintenance. The Ford Galaxy, for example, goes 30,000 miles between major lubrications, 6,000 miles between oil changes and minor lubrications. So see your Ford dealer, get the facts on twice a year maintenance. This has been an NBC Radio Sports Network presentation.